Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home. The transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's noon in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, and time for your weekly trifecta noon with Michelle and the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. <laughs> Where your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speak easy for patriots. Our TGIF Live studio audience is a little tired from attending last night's Arizona Stands United Awesome Meeting in Mesa. Jenny Jackson is here to tell you all about it and how you could start your own meetings to make Americans free again. Free at last! Free at last! Thanks God Almighty! We are free at last! This weekend is upon us, so you have two full days to listen to some of our 400 segments of this live show from our 170 partners to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Please join us and begin your great awakening journey by visiting the Take Action tab at everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Check out all the incredible episodes and start making your list. It's time to take action. Put on your common sense caps. We the people take out your pen and paper. It's Join Together June. Let's reconnect and make your life and this country better. Today's topics on episode 219, Business Growth Pro-Life. Be victorious. Passion, domestic abuse, Arizona take action and updates, and special guest Jenny Jackson and Arizona representative Joseph Chaplick. Delivered by our partners with the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Today's lineup, Steve Cypress, a profit maximizer for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Eloise Nathaniel, nonprofit pregnancy resource center offering free pro-life services for men and women. Virginia Pro Dan, a victory coach showing you how to live a life of significance. Joshua Berglund, the world's mayor and host of Gratitude Unfilters, elevating your passion, purpose, and mission. Miss Orsika Julia, guiding you to a complete life after domestic abuse. And we have two special guests sitting shotgun in Michelle's patriotic soapbox at 1 p.m., Miss Jenny Jackson. She's the president of Arizona Stands United, the official Arizona chapter of Dr. Pam Poppers. Make Americans Free Again, Grassroots Take Action Group. Dr. P's episode is 214. 
and it's a definite must listen to. At 1.30, Arizona State Representative for District 23, Joseph Chaplick. He's one of the good guys in my rep. We're talking border, audit, budget, and, of course, how no one likes Governor Doug Dushy. So be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and, of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com for more information on today's guests, their websites, their shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform bookmark it. Make it your new home page. Start your day with everything. Home resource platform.com. We're your censorship free safe space sanctuary. Speak easy for patriots. Breaking news number one Mike Lindell released absolutely 9 0, yet another documentary showing even more solid evidence of election fraud. I'm adding the video to our Rumble account and our must watch videos page later today. You can go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, click the take action tab, and you'll see the page. He also filed another lawsuit against Dominion for $2 billion. He'll be taking all of his election fraud evidence to the Supreme Court in July, thus the title 9 0. Mike's a true freedom fighter and has put everything on the line to deliver the truth. Number two, in a recent interview, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny referenced a study issued on April 26th from SAGE, the top scientific advisory board in the UK. She said that there's a third COVID wave coming this fall, and they expect 60 to 70% of the people who have taken both vaccine doses to be hospitalized or die. Not making this up. Remember, it is not a vaccine, people. It is an experiment, a biological agent with mRNA technology, tracking devices, operating systems, and fetal tissue from aborted babies, just dead babies in your body. So don't take it. Don't believe me. Do your own research. Check out the Bears report from the CDC. Number three, on Wednesday, over 1,000 patriots rallied in protest at the empty hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona that has been turned into an illegal alien detention center. ICE is going to hold 1,200 of what they call asylum seekers for 48-hour periods and then move them onto the airports for relocation to the East Coast destinations. And they don't have IDs, people. Just getting right on a plane with a little note that says, guess who I am, Ola. The Biden regime has given $600 million to organizations that are housing illegal aliens and safe family communities throughout the state. Your hard-earned tax dollars. Yes, that's everybody's tax dollars, not just Arizonans. This invasion is coming to your neighborhood and most likely is already there. You just don't know it. Remember, every town is a border town. Things that make you go There's another peaceful rally today from 4.30 to 6 p.m. at the hotel, Scottsdale Road in Mountain View. So if you can, please attend and let's make Scottsdale safe again. Today's topics on episode 219, business growth, pro-life, be victorious. Passion, domestic abuse, Arizona Take Action, and update special guest Jenny Jackson and AZ Representative Joseph Chaplick. It's June 4th, day 445, a 15 days of slow to spread. Yes, that's correct. It's 445 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it! It's time to rip off your dirty mask. I hope you're still not wearing them. They don't work. They actually make you sick and are a symbolism of control and tyranny. No more mascos, people. Reclaim your freedoms. Go back to normal. Take action. Stand up to the Nazi regime. Stop acting like we are sheep. We'll take back your country. Reopen America 100%. 
It's Friday and the 25th anniversary of the Macarena. Where did you do your first Macarena dance? Mine was Cabo San Lucas, 1997. Oh, my goodness. Everything home. That's right. We are your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speakeasy for patriots now it's time to meet the partners of the everything home socially conscious referral network today's topics on episode 219 business growth pro-life be victorious passion domestic abuse arizona take action and update special guest jenny jackson and arizona representative joseph chaplick one of the good guys first up one of my favorite guests Steve Cypress, he's the founder of the WOW Strategy, a profit maximizer for small business owners and entrepreneurs, and he has been doing a live Facebook video every day for like the past uh, 10 years, something crazy, because he wants to help small businesses. Audience, big round of applause. Steve Cypress, Oh, thank you, Michelle. As always, I love your audience. They are so responsive. (laughs) I love it. I love you. You are my favorite talk show host. Love the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And the audience loves you. You know, they're just, uh, it's almost like you just click a button and they, they clap and cheer. So it's quite that. Almost. It's almost just like that. It's amazing. Amazing. How, well, if there, anything we've learned from the past year and a half, we have learned how easy it is to control people. It is almost like <laughs> pressing a button. <laughs> You know, I do love how you always integrate current events and a very insightful opinion, which is really more like truth and facts and business, all layered into one. And, of course, you always make it an entertainment segment. So what are we chatting today about? Well, yes, I mean, it's very important. Why not? I call it have fun and make money. But uh, it's very important (laughs) for business people to become experts in persuasion in sales, in convincing, in communication, manipulation, whatever you want to call it, getting people to do what you want them to do. And by far, the greatest example in anyone's lifetime has just occurred over the past year and a half of how to manipulate people. So if the government can manipulate, I mean, think about this. If someone can manipulate you into believing that a piece of cloth I can't even say it with a straight face. A piece of cloth covering part of your face will somehow stop a virus from getting into you. Like, if they can convince you of that nonsense, especially when they say, well, while you're eating, though, see, the virus is very nice. And so it knows you have to eat. So when you take your mask down to eat, it promises to stay inside that body. It won't come out and infect anybody. It's a a very caring, thoughtful virus. And people still believe this crap, even though they saw everyone telling you this, not wearing masks any chance they got. The governors, the Fauci at the ball game, oh, I was, see, I was drinking a beer. Like, really, if you really believed that drinking that beer meant taking down your mask, which could kill you, I'm pretty sure you would forego the beer until after the game. But I digress. The thing is, you've seen it. You've seen it. You've experienced how easy it is to control people. Well, if it's that easy to control people with ridiculous concepts, totally ridiculous. Oh, yeah, 
for sure. This virus came from somebody eating some exotic bat, even though we've never found the person <laughs> or the bat or anything That's else. Serious. I believe it. I totally believe it. I believe it so much that everything else is an unfounded, debunked conspiracy. Really? What bunking did you do? Well, we didn't do any. We'll just say it's debunked, though. And therefore, yeah. everyone believes it's debunked. See, if you say things the right way, people believe it. So why not you saying what's good about your product or service, getting people to believe it? Because I assume, unlike all the stuff I've just been talking about, I'm going to assume that if you're a business owner, you have an excellent product or service that actually does good in the world. Well, if all these evil people can convince people to do useless at best, harmful stuff at worst and beyond and kill lots of people, like, oh, why don't we just send the infected patients into nursing homes? I mean, just absolutely downright kill people. How much easier is it for you to convince people to partake of your excellent, helpful, honest product or service? Oh, you're, you're the perfect example. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. Here's the thing, though. So if anybody is having issues with their business and getting their business growing, uh, you, you really don't have an excuse now because you have, you have an entire new audience of people, like you said, that uh, can be persuaded with something that's actually positive in their lives for a change. So they should be welcoming that with the open arms, one would think. Exactly. Well, and when you say there's, there's people who can be easily persuaded, that's basically everybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. Obviously, present company excluded. You're onto, you were onto the game. I was onto the game. And this whole fraud sheet thing, guy's been a fraud for decades. Like, uh, about a year ago, people, oh, I, I, I was, you know, I've had, and you talked about my daily Facebook live video. So I've been doing this since mid-March of 2017. So it's a little over four years, every single day. And what I do is I then take the video off the, the copy of the video from Facebook, I have my assistant put it up onto my LinkedIn, uh, onto Twitter when I was on Twitter. Now I said, screw Twitter, I'm off of Twitter. But yeah. I put it onto my blog, onto my podcast, onto all kinds of various YouTube, whatever. Well, I've had various ones of these videos taken down by mm -hmm. YouTube, taken down by this and what. But it's up on all the other platforms, but YouTube sent me a message recently, oh, we're taking down your video uh, one more strike and we could ban your whole account, you know, whatever. I'm like, of Forever. course, because, you know, uh, you know, why allow Monday. people to talk to people and, and listen to their friends? Last I checked, by the way, you tell me, if, maybe you know better than me, but like social media, isn't it like somebody has to opt in? Somebody has to uh, proactively request to see or hear my posts like they have to go like the page. They have to go put a friend connection. Like, so who are you, Mark Zuckerberg or anyone else, to tell me what I can't talk to my friends about? That would be like, is, is, you know, uh, is, is the CEO of Sprint going to break into this phone right now and tell me I can't talk to you and your listeners about this topic uh, and ban me from my cell phone forever? Like, it's coming. Okay, what? Yep. <laughs> it's coming. That's where, that's this, uh, you know, censorship at its finest. It's getting worse. I got, I got booted off of Linktree the other day. I didn't even know it. Uh, somebody I don't even know what it is. That's how cool it is. You get booted off something, <laughs> nobody even knows what it is. Yeah, that's like what I, I mean. They're so full it. of themselves. Yeah. YouTube is like, we're taking your video down. You can click here if you want to protest. And I'm like, like, I'm going to waste one second of my life giving a crap about what you do or the, what truth you want to hide 
from people on your platform, I don't that you got you have to live with that YouTube. You're hiding the truth. I've been speaking the truth for a year and a half that fraud she is lying. He's a fraud. Biggest mistake Trump ever made was getting bamboozled by fraud she parading him out on stage every day to make him a national darling. That that that's it, it's been horrible. That's caused so much that da- oh no, you can't say that. And then I said, you know, the masks don't work. They're actually harmful. It's comical to even think they could work. That gets taken down. Uh, this vaccine is not a vaccine. Don't take the va- that gets taken down. Like I'm not going to protest any of this crap. If you're so useless, all these platforms that you want to hide the truth from people, and now you see Facebook comes out and goes, you know, we've reversed our policy. Now it's okay to say you think that this virus might have come from the obvious place it always was obvious it came from. Now you're allowed to say that. I'm like, really now? Like, I care. Like, I care what I'm allowed to say by, oh, the gods of tech world. Tell me what I'm allowed to say. Screw you. Yeah, screw the fact checkers and Mark Zuckerberg. Which, by the way, uh, is another business lesson, okay? It doesn't matter what your competitors say. Don't even worry about what any naysayers say. You know, too many business owners are all upset about one negative review or some, something on Twitter, yeah, or someone who, who calls and complains about an ad you ran, or a letter you mailed them that they think it's offensive because you said, dear sir or madam, and they're like, pardon me, but I'm one of the 682 other genders. How dare you send me a letter, dear sir or madam? Like, and, and so instead of saying, oh, uh, now here, but here's the lesson. In all seriousness, business owners will go, oh, gee, uh, I, how do I phrase it? Let me, let me type into a search engine how to properly phrase No! Keep sending out dear sir or madam and screw the people that are complaining about it. They weren't going to give you money anyway. Do not kowtow. Do not pay attention to the lunatic fringe who puts up a negative this or a tweet about that or a this and that. You don't pull out your major league all-star game out of a, a place because of a few tweets from some deranged fringe lunatics. Like, don't be afraid of the Twitter mob, the complainers, the whatevers. That tells you you're doing something right, in fact. If you're running an ad that people are complaining about, that tells you you're going right up to the line. You're getting attention, which is the first rule of any ad, of any marketing, of any sales message. You've got to get the person's attention now more than ever because people are getting bombarded with 14,000 tweets a day and 600 Facebook posts and 800 commercials on 80 2,000 channels they can watch and streaming devices. You've got to get their attention. So if you go over the line a little bit and the attention you got get, elicits a little bit of a negative response, do not change what you're doing. That's a good sign. Keep doing it. Ignore the naysayers. You do not need to convince 100% of the people in your marketplace mm-hmm. to give you money to make money. You could probably get 2% market share. Two percent of the homeowners within 10 miles of your roofing company, and you have a multi, multi, multi-million dollar roofing company. Ignore the naysayers. I like uh, the old commercial for Domino's. Avoid the noise, people. Avoid the noise. Lots of junk out there, and don't worry about the negativity. And if you get your posts or you get your videos taken down, take it as a badge of honor. And welcome to the club. It's a very cool place to be. Steve, where do you want people well, to go I'll leave to watch it with that, that video? Michelle, you, know, you're, you just took it to the next step. It's not only to ignore it, actually celebrate it. 
now put out another letter, another Mm. post, telling the story like I just did about YouTube being overly sensitive, taking down a video. Put out another letter and said, guess what, my dear sir and madam? My last letter that said, dear sir and madam, I got three snowflakes complaining that they're one of the 600,482 other genders, and they're (laughs) upset about that. You know what I say? Screw them. Here's a coupon for an extra 10% off just because of what they did call me. And you will get people that will say, that's awesome. I love this guy. I want to buy 4,000 my pillows. <laughs> exactly. Way to go. And we should have our promo code for my pillow and all of his 110 different products sometime next week, people. So, yeah, how exciting right. is that going to be? all the stores that take it out or all Ooh, the channels that won't show the he does he care, doesn't seem to care to me. Doesn't seem to That's care. That's how you gotta be, dear listener, business owner. Be like that guy. Don't give a crap about the naysayers. In fact, celebrate them. Yeah, badge of honor, people. Badge of honor. Website, Steve. Uh, you know what? SteveCypress.com, uh, or mm-hmm. you can actually just get on my calendar. We'll talk. I love to talk to business owners. Helpfromsteve.com is a link to my personal calendar. You choose a day and time. And we'll get on for 15 minutes. We'll say hello and have some fun. And I'll and help you make Steve, some money. And he'll entertain you too. Thank you, Steve-O. We will talk to you next month. Have a great weekend. And I hope you get kicked off of something else. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. So do I. <laughs> Woohoo! That's awesome. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club, people. All right. We went a little bit long, but I, you know, it's just that it's Friday. So we got a little bit of very, it's a little, little bit of loosey-goosey here. Plus it's, it's great content and it's, it's things that we're sharing and been telling you about and talk about on this platform all the time for the past year, past year. I'm just glad that the truth finally coming out more mainstream so the rest of the people can actually say, oh, wow, that's what you guys have been talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, daylight dollar short, people, but unfortunately the collateral damage that's been caused is stuff that we're not going to necessarily ever recoup from, but on to the next, on to the next. All right, Sue, let me bring on my next guest because we are behind. My next guest is Eloise Nathaniel. She's the founder of Live More Abundantly, a nonprofit pregnancy resource center offering free services to support men and women experiencing planned and unplanned pregnancies. Audience, big round of applause for our friend who loves life. <laughs> Eloise. Eloise. Good afternoon. Eloise is French. Is a French name, no? Eloise? I, I do. <laughs> Eloise. 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 I'm making it French today. Today, Eloise. Eloise. Well, that was more Spanish. Is Eloise the French name? Okay. All right, my dear. Let's talk. Uh, how's our things going with uh, all of the fundraising on your end and everything that you are preparing for this great nonprofit organization? resource center that you're putting together. That's the key word. I am preparing. Um, The last time I was on your show, we were having a a fundraiser, and we still are, and it's all focused on us getting our building uh, out in South Phoenix. So the purpose of this um, ministry is for the men and women there that may be experiencing, like you mentioned, planned and unplanned uh, pregnancies, and our resource right now is to provide free resources to those individuals, but we're trying to secure a building. The last place that we had our um, letter of intent uh, submitted was last week at 24th Street and Baseline, which right is right close to where um, South Phoenix Community 
center is, not community center, I'm sorry, college. The college is and probably 10 or 15 minutes away from the high school there. So it's right in the, the middle of those two locations where our target market is. But things are going according to God's plan. Um, we're yeah. still looking because we always have to have a plan B. So we have that place that we're, we're um, praying about, but we are also are looking for another location as a plan B location if that's not where God wants us to be. Now, so Elise, I on. mentioned, yeah, I mentioned earlier in the show that uh, the Biden regime was giving $600 million to organizations here in Arizona to house the illegal aliens. So did you get uh, any portion of, of other huh. similar funds or any of that, uh, any money like that from the... Uh, from the federal government. Did you get any kind of funds like that? You hear me laughing, don't you? <laughs> uh, yes. This, well, I, I brought that up because I, I know the answer is no, but I just wanted to make yeah, that correlation for the audience so it digests yeah. that their tax dollars are going for illegal aliens and you're trying to support un, 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 un but it's not unwanted. No, 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 that's not the word I want to use. Unplanned. These are, in, these are citizens that have yeah, like legal citizens, like taxpayers. Um, yeah, like they're, people, they're legal. They yeah. were born and raised here, the majority of them. So, yeah, that's very odd. They mm. would find money to support someone outside of the United States that are not even citizens of the United States and, and yeah. totally ignore us who are here that are yeah, in need. And, uh, yeah, and, and you don't have any money. And then how much money do they give to uh, Planned Parenthood each year? I think it's like 500 million dollars for Planned Parenthood, which they, they're the ones Mm -hmm. that do mostly abortions and now transgender sex, something or other, whatever that whole world is that I just, I don't quite understand some of that stuff um, where they're mutilating young children's (laughs) bodies, right? They're doing that. So they get 500 million and you got, uh, you didn't get any of that money. Zero. Right. Okay. And I I just want to make sure. I don't call it, I don't call it abortion anymore, Michelle. I call it murder because that's really what it is. It is murder. Life, when you take a person's life, it's called murder. Is that not right? Oh, you're, you're exactly right. I think what has happened over the years, because they have purposely tried to desensitize the word abortion, mm-hmm. where it's just become like uh, just a word, right? And they, they say, well, well, it's not. Life doesn't begin until the baby's born. And so they're trying to make it like it's no big deal. Like they, if they could do yeah. like a drive-through service, they would do that. So they're taking that away. So then it's not a, they want it to just be, you know, just like, uh, you know, throwing a piece of paper into the garbage, not a big deal. And they've been very successful at it, but I think you're, you're correct. The, the word needs to be changed. And since the, uh, these lunatics that are the uh, regressive socialist Marxists, and we'll just call them the left because that's who, that's, a, that's the ones that are driving this, this ship. Um, they love to manipulate language and change the definitions and make stuff up. So I think mm-hmm. we should change. Like we have no reason not to change it. So let's just call it murder. There's no reason why you can't. You can do whatever you want. Nowadays, you can do whatever you want, and you could be whoever you want, and you can identify. Eloise, you could identify however you want. <laughs> well, when I, when I go out and people tell me to come and present at their venue or their church or their uh, meetings, that I stop. I start off by saying abortion, but the rest of my presentation, I use the right word. I use murder because that's exactly what's happening. 
I was talking to a gentleman the other day about abortion, and uh, and he he wasn't sure if he was pro-choice or pro-life, and so I kind of broke it down to him. If wasn't sure. I took somebody, I would go to prison for murder. That's the law. Yeah. He he began to see it in a different light. He said, you know, that's true. So it's the same thing, but they have given the abortionists the privilege to break the law and not be penalized because they're taking from the mother's womb. And more so in the black community, and that's where my focus is uh, here in South Phoenix, is to be available to those men and women. I'm not going to tell them what to do. I want to educate them on all of their options so they'll understand what their choice is is going to be, whatever that choice is. I want to make sure they understand all the options and pray with them, period. So and that's, there's that's not my any services. There's, there's not any services like that now, correct? I mean, that's why there's such a need for this. There's not enough. And, and in South Phoenix, there's not any. Wow. And that's your demographic. And that's my demographic, correct. And, sounds uh, like it's, sounds like, like they, by design, it's like, Eloise. Sounds like I'm that was. About this. It's like they totally ignored that community on purpose. Well, yeah, they did because mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood was right there and took complete advantage. Not just Planned Parenthood; they have other doctors there in that community that perform abortions. So all the abortions, abortionists, have been taking advantage of that community and destroying the lives of the Black and Hispanic uh, men and women. Not just by taking the babies. When you when when you abort a child, um, that woman and that man is affected afterwards for life. Mm-hmm. For life, yeah, yeah. And especially if there's it's, other members in the immediate family, um, that's all. It's all part of it. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. And then it everybody. might not kick in until yeah. years later when it becomes, you know. But you've you've had a. Uh, you know, a life of some collateral damage and things that have gone sideways because you've been feeling emotions or guilt and, you know, there needs to be some sort of counseling for that. And I'm sure Planned Parenthood doesn't offer those type of things. Uh, So you are providing a service that is well needed, my dear. So congratulations on that and keep praying on it. I'm sure it all will, will, will work and fall into place because it is needed, especially here in Phoenix, Arizona. That's just crazy that uh, there isn't anything down add, there. I want to add to something I just said because we talked a lot about abortion. We talked a lot about um, uh, the services not being there. I want everyone that's listening to know that part of my service is going to include post-abortion counseling. The decision is the woman and the man. It's not my decision. My my what I'm supposed to do is make sure I educate you on all your choices. Even if they came in and after they left, they still decided to have an abortion, that's their decision, but they can always come back for the post-abortion counseling because there's going to be a, a wound there that needs to be healed. And that's the service, oh, yeah. the complete package of what we're going to be offering um, with, for the, the families. Oh, doing, you're doing God's work, Eloise. Give the website, and um, I encourage people, if you can, help support them and uh, maybe make a donation, throw them a, a five or 10. You're not spending the money on any of the politicians anymore. So I think you have a little extra, send it to send it, send it over to live life more abundantly and help them out so we can uh, 
we can get this building in uh, in motion. Eloise, website, please. Yeah. The website is L M like Mary A A Z dot org. So it it sounds like Lamaz dot org. Perfect. All right, my dear. Thank you so much for what you're doing, and we will talk to you next month. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're welcome. All right, we're running way late. I know this happens on Fridays. I get a little lackadaisical, and uh, I let everybody talk a little bit longer than I'm supposed to. But uh, if, if you're getting all these websites, you're like, gosh, I'm not going to find them. I don't know where to go. Like, I didn't write it down. I don't want, I mean, I want to push rewind. Uh, you could just always on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, on the Take Action tab or the Partners and Patriots tab. Most of this, most, they all overlap. All the pages that are listed underneath the tabs, they all overlap. And you will see the Purpose Driven Partners live show. That's all of these live shows that we're doing. So if you just look on that page, you can scroll. You're going to become a scrolling crazy person on this website. Everything is scrolling so you can see it easily. So you'll see the big graphic for the episode. And then underneath that, in the show notes, I have the name of the guest. And then their company name is next to it. And it's in that special blue, that special blue that links you directly to their website so that you can find them very easily and go check out what they do, who they are. And then I'll even if they have shows, if they have their own shows, we've listed them on our must listen to page under the take action tab, everything home resource platform.com. So you can get the messages that matter from the people you need to know about 1232. Shell is blowing this show up with her clock today. Let's bring on my next guest. We are where are we, my dear? All right, so we are headed to Texas. We are headed to Texas. Numbers. My third guest is Virginia Prodan. Prodan. She's an international human rights attorney, author, speaker, and victory coach, showing you how to live a life of significance. Audience, big round of applause for. Virginia. Um, thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. And uh, I'm happy to be here on Friday. Yes, and we are happy that you are here, and I am thankful that you are patient while I am blowing oh, my clock. <laughs> I am a little, I'm, a, I'm in Friday mode. I see the problem is I went, I went to uh, Mesa yesterday, and I went to my first Arizona Stands uh, United event, which is part of the Make Americans Free Again. I got all fired up by the time I got home. I didn't fall asleep till like one o'clock because I was so excited to be around other like-minded, awesome patriots who are taking action. And uh, the morning has just been, it's been a little messy. It's been a little messy because I didn't really sleep much. But anyway, let's talk about you, Victory Coach. We're talking about being victorious today. Yes. And I want to share today um, one thing is that um, this is a time where a lot of people are um, thinking to take it easy, not to do anything, and that's not the time. No, that's not the time. And I will give you an example that I have done a lot of things uh, since uh, COVID-19, and the last thing that I have done, I have a podcast. On my own. Oh, good for you. No. Yay. Yes. Send me the graphics so I can add yes. it to our must-listen-to page, please. Yes. So I uh, 
It's called a Courageous uh, Leadership with Virginia Product. But what I want to share also with your audience today is that, yes, under any circumstances, and even right now, we can live victorious, and I want to share five successful steps that will change your life if you follow them, because I train my clients on them to live a life you meant it. And you can apply those five successful steps and immediately you will get results. So let's go to those five. Number one is reflect and review. Ask yourself the hard questions. Why are you doing what you are doing? Whatever your business is, whatever your mission is. What is your unique message? Another question. Number two, plan strategically. What is your first step? You have to be always on the move and create an outline. If you have any questions, we will help you on that. Number three, reach out. Engage with more people. Refuse to remain isolated. You could use always more friends, more followers on your social media. The same thing is in real life, so you need to reach out to others, and you have to do it. Number four, gather. For me, as a speaker, as a writer, and as a coach, can be many times a solitary profession. It's vital for me to make time together with others for learning, for iron sharpening, iron growing, and for just having fun. So make that effort. You can do the same thing. Ask yourself, are you in a local or national professional group? If not, be in one. And the, five, the last step is act. act. Act on your next thing. Spend some time listening to your heart, to your mind, to your business partners, to your employees, to your friends or family. And take notes, and you will know what your next action is going to be. And when you are done with that, repeat the process. I assure you that those five steps will change your life, will move you into the next high level for your business, for your life, will get you excited again, not depressed, will challenge you to pursue your dreams and to live life you meant it. If you have any question or if you need a deeper training, feel free to go to virginiaprodanbooks.com, telling you that it is possible to live victoriously and not to respond or to react to what the government or, or local government or somebody else is doing, but to be active in your life. And following those five successful steps, will help you to live like you meant it. I, I think that's great, great advice, especially uh, number three when you're talking about reaching out because it's joined together June and we're reconnecting. We're putting things back to normal and we, it is important to reach out to people and to connect, uh, especially uh, people are wanting that more so than ever. So don't take your foot off the gas, everybody. Like she was saying, now is the time to make it happen, to take action. Because if there's a bunch of people out there that uh, 
not doing stuff. That means there's even more room for you to do stuff. So take, you know, get up an hour earlier and add another hour to your day and make this happen. Give your website, Virginia, would you? VirginiaProdanBooks.com. You change your life. You change your neighborhood and you change America. Don't wait for the government to do it. It is in our power, in our individual actions. And I promise it can be done. Yeah, you wait for them to do something. They're just going to ruin it even more. So you do it in a positive way. Thank you, Virginia Prodan, Victory Coach. You're the best, my dear. Say hello to Texas for me. I will, and thank you so much. Keep up the good work, Michelle. Thank you. I'm I'm doing. I'm plugging along, my friend. I'm plugging along. Have a great weekend. You are a very great example for all of us. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. The dark circles under my eyes and the wrinkles say something different. But we'll we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Getting that fixed. Thanks. Thanks, my friend. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you, Michelle. Bye bye. Oh, that is Virginia calling from the great state of Texas. It is 1240. I am a little behind schedule, but I just want to mention we'd love to have you join our community here, Everything Home, our patriotic purpose-driven resource platform. So go ahead, if you can, subscribe to the show. Follow us on the social media platforms. We're still on Twitter and the Facebook and the LinkedIn, but we're working on some of the alternative ones and getting building up the audience there because we've got I can't support these guys anymore. If they're kicking us off and they're they are they're, they're suppressing, they're censoring. You know why why are we giving them any money? You might not be handing them money, but just the fact that you're on there, you're giving them your data, your information. They're making money off of it, and that's just not cool. You can also sign up for our newsletter which would be awesome because we're going to get around to the censorship. And as you know, I got thrown off of the link tree. Didn't even know it. Someone had told me, and I was like, oh, inappropriate behavior. I meant, I read the email that they sent me after I had asked them, well, what's going on? There's no profanity. There's no, there's no vulgarity. There's no nothing. There's just links that have been there for a year. A year is what I've had those links on link tree for. And then all of a sudden now it's a problem. So that just goes to show you that uh, it's really not a problem because it's been there for a year. But all of a sudden now, ooh, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, go to our homepage, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. You'll see at the very top, there is a cool graphic. It says rate and review. If you could do that, that would be awesome because we're getting censored uh, <laughs> by Apple Podcasts. Oh, oh, my God, everywhere. And to the right of that, it has uh, another big graphic that says the links that send you over to the contact page until I figure out which new link treat uh, competitor I'm going to be going with to list all of our links. And then right below that is all of the podcast players. We're on every major platform. We're on 16 different ones. So if you could just go click on that and then you can subscribe. And of course the newsletter, the uh, newsletter on the lower right-hand corner of every website page and even on your phone, it says join the newsletter. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. Tons of incredible information, not just our episodes. We're putting other people's shows on there. Don't forget, we have a must-listen-to page of everybody's shows that are giving you the good information and messages, whether they're partners of ours or not, or future partners. So we just want to get everybody's information out there, everybody's word out there, because these are the messages that matter. You know, the truth, these are things that are going to help you grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference. And I just a special, real quick, before I bring on my next guest, and he's patiently waiting, and I appreciate that, Joshua. Um, I want to say a special thank you to all of our live listeners for the month of May over at the Global Enlightenment Radio Network. We hit 960,000 live listeners just on that one platform. So thank you so much for Big D for running an incredible platform and then everyone that's been listening 
And I encourage everyone, please share this show and this platform with your friends and your family. It will change your life. Promise, 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 promise. All right, let's bring on my next guest. My next guest is a new partner, Joshua Berglund. He's known as the world's mayor. I'm excited to hear about that. He's known as the world's mayor, and he's the founder of the Live Mana Worldwide Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit whose purpose is to elevate passion, purpose, and mission of the people it serves. He's also the host of Gratitude Unfiltered. Audience, big round of applause. Joshua, welcome to the show and the platform. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am good. Thanks for your patience. This happens on Friday. Sometimes the wheels come like flying off and it gets a little more casual. So be prepared. When you book for next month, you might want to book on a Monday or Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm grateful for the opportunity and I enjoyed listening to your last two guests. Oh, great, great. And, and feel free. I, like, I encourage all the partners that are on the platform to network with each other. And that's what it's there for. It's, it's a trustworthy resource platform for everybody. And it's just a way to, uh, you know, you can, you can find whatever you need to grow, to learn, uh, to make everything better. So, you know, feel free to reach out to every, every single one of them. They're there to be your friends and encourage the audience to do so, too. Because what happens if you let them know you heard us on the show they give you a little VIP treatment. Like they'll actually talk to you on the phone where you might not get that from some other places where, you know, everything's on demand and, and everything is just, you know, you're almost like a number in the system. No, no, no. These people will talk to you. They'll like email you back. It's kind of a cool thing. Cool thing. Yeah. You know, like human interaction and connection and Oh my God, personal attention. Ah, what do we do? It's not a zoom call. Ah, I actually got to hug a stranger yesterday. It was amazing. Good for you. Then they weren't wearing a mask, I'm assuming, right? No masks. Heck no. Awesome. no I'm still freaking out by the people wearing masks after it's been exposed that it's just a bunch of crap. But anyway. I saw one yesterday at a restaurant. And <laughs> I, I was at, uh, yeah, it was after the, the meeting that we were at for the Arizona Stands United. And a couple people came in after. They weren't part of the group, obviously. I mean, you've got a group, Arizona Stands United, part of Make Americans Free Again. Nobody's going to wear a mask there. And it was a group of, uh, like, young kids. And um, the one girl had one on. And I was like, oh. She's not smart. And she's hurting herself. It's like eating a poop in your diaper. That's the same thing because you're breathing your own dirty air. So why is she eating her own poopy diaper? I don't know. I just can't make it more clear. Um, all right. So tell us, World's Mayor, what's that? What, what do you, what's going on there, Joshua? World's Mayor. It's a mindset. Um, oh. but I've had the nickname Mayor since I was a kid, but the World's Mayor, it, it was fitting to go along with the mission that we have. But, you know, if you think about the function of a mayor, of course, I don't know how many mayors actually do this now, but the function of a mayor is to elevate everyone around him everyone that they work with, their whole purpose is to elevate them. And uh, so that's, that's part of our mission. And having a nonprofit media organization and our own broadcasting network, we use that platform to elevate the voices for the voiceless. And also with our youth media program, we use the platform um, to, to be able to work with the youth or even trouble people have that had trouble past like myself. I know what broadcasting did for me. And, you know, you think about the people that have 
the you know prison records or they have the dark past they battle with addiction they've struggled they they and on, on paper they look like a nightmare kind of like I do um but I was blessed <laughs> fortunately to grow up and I saw what success looked like so I knew that it was possible even with you know going on the dark path that I went on before giving my life to Christ 6 years ago but having knowing media the way that I do and all the intricacies, the ins and outs of it, uh, that helped me make my dreams come true. That was a way out for me because I can't go get a regular job, but I can take my intellectual property and monetize it every possible way you can imagine. Uh, Having 11 revenue streams, for instance, is a huge blessing because even if the economy shuts down, I'm okay. But Mm -hmm. what about the people that, you know, the best that they can do, and I'm not knocking people that walk, work at Walmart or at 7-Eleven or anything like that. I'm not at all. But sometimes that's the only job that's available for them. So they think our program and our mission is to take those people with, and help the people that have past like mine be able to make their dreams come true. Because a lot of them, in the ministry I'm a part of in Oklahoma City, even though I live in Minneapolis, you know, 98% of the congregation are either ex-cons or they're convicts and believe that there's a better life for them. What if there was? And I believe that just because it doesn't matter what happens in this world, whether it's a COVID or, you know, there's a, you, whatever your record is, your purpose, God's purpose for your life doesn't change just because you are a delinquent junkie or a deadbeat, or an abuser, or an addict, your, your, God's purpose for your life doesn't change. It didn't change my life, and I was the worst of the worst. My book that just came out, The Devil Inside Me, in our film, The Devil Inside Me, it's showing how dark and how evil I was before Jesus got a hold of me. But yet, I'm living the life of my dreams, and not everybody has the same, not everybody has 20 grand to go pay somebody to teach them all the ins and outs of media. So we give it away. We help everybody. And so the world's mayor, to tie it back to that, it's using everything I know how to do, which so happens to be I'm an expert in media, um, using those skills and that knowledge to help other people make their dreams come true. And that would be a world's mayor function. Well, and that's the way the mayor is supposed to do things. Obviously, over the past 15 months, the mayors were not. So I'm glad that you are re, you're reminding people of the duties and the responsibilities and the real objective of the mayor. So thank you for redefining mayor back to normal, back to what it was supposed to be. So good for you. You're doing God's work, my friend, God's work. And the podcast, you want to mention that real quick? Uh, Gratitude Unfiltered is my favorite thing that I get to do for myself. Um, I started a talk show called Morning Gratitude, and it was not very fluffy for a show called Morning Gratitude. But <laughs> that said, um, you know, give, when I give, I, going back to giving my life to the Lord, it didn't mean that everything became perfect right away. I had a few relapses. And anyway, one of the relapses I had, it was three years ago, um, and it was the last relapse I've had, but three years ago, um, yeah, I went on a really bad meth binge and, you know, going you four did? days straight, pass out. Yeah. And I mean, I was part oh. chem sex was my addiction actually. And, um, but the, I would, I was just, I, I gave up, I gave up on the journey. I was frustrated. I got kicked out of my leadership class cause I got in a fight with my girlfriend. And anyway, long story short, I was heartbroken and I was mad at God and I just said, ah, screw it. 
And I went back. I gave in to my old ways, and I just went on this month-long meth binge. Well, at the very end of this meth binge, I'm on day four, and I'm about to re-up. Every other time, I just blacked out, passed out, woke up two days later. This time, I was still awake, and I had my phone in the same hand that I have it in now, which is my left hand. And I'm on my phone looking for drugs and sex, which went hand in hand. And all of a sudden, God came to me, and he said, I'm not done with you yet. This is going to suck, but you're going to put a spotlight on your shadow world. You can't afford, you, you don't have the luxury of getting to keep secrets anymore. You're going to expose it all. You're going to put a spotlight on your shadow world, and you're going to show people the supernatural power of truth. And he gave me the name for the show, which is Gratitude Unfiltered and everything. And so it was that platform that I just started basically confessing my sins. <laughs> I've been public about everything, but I'm talking about in real time. I talked about my struggles. I talked about, you know, I don't know how many people know the term DID, but it's multiple personality disorder or um, disassociative identity disorder. That is something I have struggled with. And now, I, now I'm actually using it to my benefit, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that life is all peachy by any means. I mean, it's having multiple personalities is a different, it's a different experience. That said, I've taken each of my personalities on a healing journey. But the point of Gratitude Unfiltered was to show people how to be grateful for life's most traumatic moments. And I lived out my life publicly where I was exposing everything. And what happened for me was, I ended up healing so many different parts of myself, and I got so comfortable. You have to understand, I was the worst liar known to man, but it didn't, I wasn't born that way. My parents always taught me to be honest, but the problem was that after you know, my father would beat the crap out of me or my mom, then it's, well, you can't say anything. You, 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 you keep that a secret. Yeah. And then if, after yeah. being molested by two guys, you know, if you oh, say anything, God. we're going to beat you a beat. And like, so then all of a sudden I'm learning to lie and keep secrets and hide. So truth was not comfortable for me. But I will tell you that truth ultimately, the, the Lord's truth, but also my own truth is what healed me. And getting comfortable being able to talk about the things that other people won't talk about. Again, go read The Devil Inside Me, the book. It's available everywhere. Like, it's the most uncensored, graphic, brutally honest testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ ever written because I don't hide, I don't hide anything. None of it's written to make me look good at all. It's to glorify Jesus. It's to make me look like the monster I was and glorify wow. Jesus at the same time. So I got comfortable to be able to write that book, though, because I tried to write a book for 20 years. It took gratitude unfiltered and getting so comfortable talking about my mess-ups and my errors and everything else and the struggles and what I was battling as someone who loved Jesus. And confessing all of that in real time is what gave me the courage to write the movie The Devil Inside Me. The book and the movie wrote itself at that point. You went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was easy. You're like, oh, I already actually just wrote it. Now just someone needs to actually put it on a piece of paper because <laughs> it's already done. So yeah, the, yeah. the heavy lifting part was, was easy. Oh, my God. What? I started writing down some of these things, and then when you threw me for a loop with the uh, the last couple of things, I was like, I, I, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Well, here's what we're gonna do, because I'm I'm running real late today. Um, I'd love to have you come back on for one of my soapbox 
uh, patriotic soapbox portions where you can we can go a little bit longer and deeper. And I've got some I've got openings in June, so I will shoot you an email after the show today, and we'll set that up because I I kind of want to. Uh, this is your story is fascinating. I mean, talk about after people listen to all that, and then if they're if they did, how a fraction of that happened in their life, and they they're they're feeling sorry for themselves, or they're they're feeling that they can't be successful, we need to shake them a little bit. I mean, because there's Amen. no no more excuses. I was like no more excuses in March, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again. There's no more excuses after you listen to Joshua's story. Okay, people, <laughs> <laughs> come on now. Like I I feel like I didn't get enough done this morning. Uh, after listening to that story. So I'm like, whoa, that, that is inspiration to pull my head out of my own arse at this point. Uh, so thank you for making me making me feel bad about myself today. Joshua, I appreciate hey, that. I appreciate that. I didn't uh, mean to do that. Well, I, I'm joking around. No, no, no. It's cool. It's just, it just puts things in a perspective for people, and that's what we try to do on this show. We've got we to gotta snap. We gotta, you know, we, we want to we snap them out of it. You know what I mean? Snap out of it. Uh, so give your uh, website, would you please? It's L-I-V-E-M-A-N-A worldwide.org. So livemanaworldwide.org. And if, if, you've not, uh, if you're not familiar with the Lindell Recovery Network, last Friday, episode 217, I did an, an interview with um, Melissa Hooray. Her stories are not as extreme as yours, but they're in the same category. Uh, and um, you two need to connect. She's also got a, a podcast called The Hope Report, and I'm sure she would love to have you on that. And that's always that's broadcasted also on Frank Speech. So if you want to if you want to talk about exposure, that's a pretty big platform. So I will do that email introduction for you because you two need to connect because you're Thank both you. doing God's work together, and um, maybe something maybe something awesome can be blossomed from that. Amen. I love it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, you're welcome, Joshua. I will email you later today, and we'll get you back on in June for a longer chat, because I want to hear, hear some more of these stories. <laughs> yeah. I got stories. Yeah, this, I'm, I'm sure there's a couple more whoppers in there. All right, cool. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll, chat, we'll chat in a little while. Thanks, my friend. Sounds welcome wonderful. to the platform. What an awesome uh, addition. We love when people mm-hmm. are actually proud to talk about loving God and, and uh, supporting supporting things they yeah, believe nope. in in their faith. Yeah, so awesome. Wouldn't be here Thank you, that. my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. I don't know what to say. Um, we're going to have him back on, so then we'll, we'll take it from there. All right, it is 12.57. I am running late. I'm running late, and let's see, Miss Orsica. It is time for her. I didn't get you to talk about Reopen America, but real quick. So what, what, what I want people to do is go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. I'm there. You're going to see incredible amounts of information, groups to follow, podcasts and talk radio shows and TV shows to listen to, tons of take action items, a whole Arizona section about live events. There is, uh, if you want to contact your politicians anywhere in the whole country, there, you'll see the graphic there to, to do that. You've got our marketplace where we've got 57 websites and brands where we, uh, if you purchase anything on there, these are well-known companies like Mike Lindell should be on there sometime next week with our promo code. We donate two to 20% of your total purchase to help our nonprofit organizations helping vets, pets, and kids. We've got the Reopen America resource tab, which has even more resources where there's not only is there, there's like LinkedIn groups, there's Facebook group, there's personal development options, there's business tools on there, small business information, 
Um, it's just loaded, 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 loaded with everything that you need literally to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference. Of course, all the episodes are on there, but check out the take action tab and start from there. Just look at all the listings and go check that out and see what you need. And it's more than just listening to a bunch of the shows, even though I highly encourage you to do that this weekend. All right. Um, let me bring on Orsika real quick here. God, I feel so bad when I go over because I am not respecting their time or your time because I want to get all this information in there. But um, I know, like I said, I apologize. It's a Friday. My next guest, Orsika Julia, founder of Out of the Quicksand, guiding you to a complete life of domestic, no, complete life after a mess domestic abuse. She's been on the show like 15 times. You think that I would know that by heart anyway. So she's helping you after the domestic abuse. She's actually one of my faves too. So audience, big round of applause for Orsika. Thank you for your patience, Hi, Michelle. my friend. You're, you're only being oh, patient gosh, because you pleasure. and I are friends. <laughs> yes, only. That's the only reason. It's not because I'm wired that way or that you're wired that way. No, no, no. <laughs> um, here's what I'm going to do. Let's make your segment short, if you don't mind, and then just jump back on for uh, June. You know what I can do? Um, because I, I will have you come on. We'll, do, we'll have you join the soapbox. We'll do another portion, and I'll email you after the show once I coordinate with uh, Joshua because I want uh, we can do like a 15-minute segment because this is kind of important. In, uh, in this category, your clients have increased so much of, after, over the past yeah. 15 months that if we can give some people some resources, I think we will do that. So let's, let's just be real brief, and then I'll have you come back on uh, next week, and we'll go into like maybe we'll do 15 or 20 minutes or so. Is that cool with you? Totally cool. I just love right. being on your show, and I love the messages you send and give out. And so, yeah, always a pleasure, Michelle, always a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you. See, I can make it up to you. I just okay. go ahead and I just give you more you time don't even have next to. week. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <cool. laughs> there you go. Yeah. Totally I was a little sloppy today with my clock, so that's why I can I can make it up. So I will send you. We'll, we'll talk a little bit. So real quick, give me two minutes. Okay. What do you want to What do you want to talk about or encourage people about domestic abuse and, and of course what they what they need to know or how to help them? Give me two minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're getting when you're out of the domestic abuse situation, remember the five steps. We talked about this the last time that I was on there, the five steps to starting to live a life of healing and forgiveness. Set your boundaries, show grace, so stop the slander. As much as you want to slander the person who's hurt you physically, emotionally, you know, mentally, stop it. Just stop the slander because all it's going to do is hurt you more. Um, learn to love yourself, so daily self-care habits are really, really important. Find a community that loves on you for where you are now not for where you want to be in, in the future so like josh had to do the same thing right through his struggles is find his community and so find your community and forgive the most important one is to forgive not necessarily the other person because they don't care if you forgive them or not because they're abusing you right they don't they don't have the capacity to understand that concept at best at this point but forgive yourself for putting yourself in that situation so set your boundaries show grace to yourself and to the other person stop the slander Learn to love yourself with daily self-care habits. That means two extra minutes in the shower, then stick in the shower for two extra minutes. Find a community and forgive yourself. And you can do all this through God and through the love of Jesus. You know, I want to make a comment real quick. And we talked about uh, this uh, on the show with Melissa Hooray. Um, 
on uh, last Friday, episode 217, for those who have not listened. Mm-hmm. It's a really powerful show. I think you might have been on the show last week. I don't remember. If, uh, I can only keep – there's 70 people every single month plus the yep, Patriotic right. Soap Podcast, so I can't <laughs> oh, keep everything on the – you know what I mean? If I, if I rattle off uh, the episode and, 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 and I get it right 99% of the time, awesome. Um, so it, it is just – it is so interesting because there's a lot of people that, have, that are on this show, this platform – in business or nonprofits or personal improvement therapies, counselors, doctors, you name it. Okay. We've got every, every category imaginable and the ones that seem to be the most passionate, the ones that seem to be, uh, I don't want to say most successful, but kind of are, um, they all have a, they bring up God, they bring up Jesus and they, they attribute their success or their change, dramatic change in lifestyle um, to finding God and, and welcoming him in, into their life and communicating him. And, it, the, and the ones that do that, um, the way that they speak, it's actually very different. Their energy that comes through the microphone and the earphones is different. And, but it's in, a, it's in a very positive way. So you just entered that club because I don't think you really mentioned that before. So the, the club is growing. Um, but I think the more people growing. are, yeah. yeah, I think more people are, are cluing in. And I, I know that I, I've uh, taken some interesting steps. I have a Bible on my desk, which I popped that over there back in uh, November, which I'd never done that before. So, yeah, even, even the most, uh, stereotypical Capricorn slash uh, <laughs> straight and narrow when it comes to, you know, logical yep. thinking and being practical can, can do it. You can do it too, people. So uh, you yeah, can do it. I think we you know, and it. the funny thing about it, like my journey wasn't like, okay, I've survived domestic violence. And then I came to the Lord. Like I know hundred percent that the Lord was with me through all of that. So that's what and we talked about this, probably our first or second uh, time together a while ago, that yeah. the book that I wrote was, yeah, it's been, it's been a few months of Sundays, but the book that I wrote, um, it's all because of God. And so like Josh speaking his truth today, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's the same thing. Like I started writing a different type of book and the Lord said, no, honey, that's not what I need you to do. And once I, once I literally handed it over to him, the Holy spirit just worked through me and like the book just popped out in three weeks. It was magical. It's amazing. It, it, what you just said is what, what what others have said on this platform, and the results were the same. It's fascinating. I just uh, I want people more people to hear that message, and allow that to happen in their lives because um, you all can't be meeting together. You all don't know each other. You don't have a little brochure and talking points. So uh, I think it's real. People. Oh, we definitely do. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We yeah. We go to George yeah. handing out yeah, the brochures, you're, right? <laughs> you're on a, some sort of mailing list because you all say the same thing. Some, some of you yeah. use the exact same language, which that makes you That realize, would be God's oh my, mailing list? Yes. I, I know. I'm telling you. It's fascinating, especially because I'm here on the other side listening to it. All right, Medea, I will reach out to you this afternoon. We'll get yep. you on next week. Thank you so much for your patience. Oh, website. You're, you're website great. Oh, website. yeah, out of the quicksand.com. Simple. Out and of again, quicksand.com. Okay. And if you go to the Take Action tab at everythinghomeresourceplatform.com and you look at the Purpose Driven Partner segment, then uh, you'll see all this, the uh, listings for all the shows. And, of course, in the notes, you will see out of the quick stand for this episode, you click on that, and uh, you can go right to our website. It's, it's a direct link 
to uh, what you need to know. So thank you, my dear. I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit in a little bit. Thanks, Michelle. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good one. Be blessed. Oh, I apologize, everybody. It's 106. It's 106, and it is time for Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. Joining me in Sitting Shotgun are two special guests, but first up is Miss Jenny Jackson. She is the president of Arizona Stands United, the official Arizona chapter of Dr. Pam Popper's Make Americans Free Again Grassroots Take Action Group. Dr. P was on the show two weeks ago. It's episode 214, a definite must listen to both groups, hers and Make Americans Free Again, our platinum partner, uh, partners, a lot of P's together today. So Pam Popper's platinum partner, <laughs> like a tongue twister. And we are helping spread their movement all over the country. Audience, big round of applause for Miss Jenny Jackson, the freedom fighter. <laughs> Jenny, I feel like Hello. I just saw you. Hello. <laughs> we did last night. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I was all wired when I came home. I couldn't fall asleep till like one o'clock. So um, I'm blaming you and the rest of your patriotic friends. So thank you very much. Good thing this is not a video show because it wouldn't be a pretty sight right now. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to get together with so many active patriots in Arizona. Yeah, it was it was it was awesome, and then turnout was huge, which is you gave me the kind of the rundown, and that is regular, and more people keep showing up every week, which is great. Um, I want to do give a special shout out to a couple of new friends that are part of the Arizona Stands United, which is Sanja, Beth, Rob, and Howard. They were so kind to listen to me rattle on for for a long time because it's just like I said I got all fired up it's just awesome to be around like-minded people who care who want to do something to just better the this country and themselves and you know do what's right so tell us a little bit about you and Arizona Stands United Yes, I'm happy to, and thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. So uh, I'm Jenny Jackson, like you said, and we are the Arizona State Chapter for Dr. Pam Popper's Make Americans Free Again. And it's amazing to be taken under her wing, uh, for her to be the mentor, and really the driving force behind this nationwide movement and giving us the tools and legal resources needed to fight COVID tyranny here in Arizona locally. So what we do is we are fundraising um, to file a lawsuit against the Governor Ducey and end the state of emergency. That way it ends the mandates, executive orders, uh, you know, the government thinks that they have the power to strip us of our constitutional and inalienable rights, and they don't, but the masses don't really quite understand that an executive order is simply a request, 
And it mm-hmm. by no means is a law. Um, law has to go through legislation. And so, um, but they're also targeting legislation now because they know that um, in order to continue with their scheme, they need to put things through legislation. So what we're doing is, all, in, in addition to fundraising to file that lawsuit, we're also really taking an active role in educating the community and providing lots of really great ways to take action um, against the tyranny. And there's so many ways to do it, uh, be it legislation. Um, there's just uh, so many ways. And if you, we also have meetings across Arizona where we have about eight or nine of them right now. And it's open to the public. It's free. It's fun. You get together with other active, very active patriots who are interested in hearing new information as well as how to take action. So it's just amazing, and we get to support one another and just keep growing across Arizona. Yeah, this movement needs to be huge and wide and all over not only Arizona but the country. There are other chapters in other other locations. So, uh, and both of these groups are listed on our must follow page and they're also listed on our platinum partners page, the everything home resource platform.com, the take action tab. So if you can't remember the Arizona stands United, is it.com or .org? .org. 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 So for as soon as you can't, you yeah. know that they're always going to be there permanently. They're permanently on the website because mm-hmm. I'm doing all I can to help promote and, and grow it. So I want you to check those out, especially if you're not in Arizona, then you you have other options in other states. Plus, you can always start your own group, right? And that, there's a Thursday phone call that Dr. Pam Popper does to explain what their organizations are looking out and also that you can start your own group. All you need is you and one other person. Boom, you have a group. But in Arizona, it's awesome because there are so many locations that Jenny has worked so hard to put together that they're all over the state. You're talking Tucson, Prescott, uh, Flagstaff. And and obviously all in the Phoenix area here. So you can just kind of just show up at an event on a Thursday and get to know the group and, yeah. and get involved and, get, and start supporting it. Because what she just shared about the mandates and the executive order just being a suggestion, people need to be yet reminded of it, even though we've been talking about it for 15 months. Um, they can't force you to take a vaccine, which is not a vaccine. Remember, it's, it's fake. It's not a vaccine. Uh, they can't force you to wear a mask. They can't force you to do a PCR test. None of that. Even your work employer, the state, nobody. So they're just violating your laws and, or your constitutional rights and the law. And once you push back on it, all of a sudden they, they lay down and then and usually, okay, well, yeah, you're right. I can't do that. So they know. But this group is so active that they're doing the lawsuits. I cannot wait. For you to file against yeah. Doug Adushi. We don't like him. He bad, <laughs> bad man. This is this is what our audience, what do you think of Doug Dushi, our governor? <laughs> They're not fans. They're not fans. Yeah. Um, well, and it's true what you say about putting the pressure on and they lie down because um, really exciting in Ohio, that was the first state that Dr. Pam Popper uh, spearheaded to file this lawsuit against their governor for the same thing, to end the state of emergency. And two days, this was recently in the last few weeks, two days before court when they were going to probably be granted discovery, which would have been really mm-hmm. damaging to the state, guess what? Their governor ended the state of emergency. 
Oh, they did. I didn't realize that. If you want, yeah, call it a coincidence if you want. But I believe, um, as well as many others, that they knew they couldn't, could not win this lawsuit. And so they folded and ended the state of emergency. So it's really exciting to see the progress and that they will fold when we bring the pressure. So it's really, really exciting. Yeah, like they knew that they had no grounds. So they're like, well, we, well now that we're going to actually have had in a courtroom, and if they do the discovery, then they're going to find out some other stuff that we don't want them to find out that seems to be leaking out now. Oh, what do we do? And I believe that you're, uh, Dr. Pam calls, Dr. Pam Popper calls him like the, the, like the little emperor because he's the little guy here, that governor there. He's, he's another bad one. He was the first governor to, they, they picked him to start the entire shutdowns, but that story is in her book, COVID Operation, and also you can listen to it on episode 214. She goes into detail about it. I highly encourage everyone to listen to that episode. Um, Arizona Stands United. So you're meeting on Thursdays here locally. There's multiple locations. Yeah. What um we when you're 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 looking for a Scottsdale well. you're recruiting for a Scottsdale um leader. So you, you need more people. Um and, and because once people find out about this meeting, they are bringing their friends. So I think people just need to understand um this is the place to go. This is I'm telling you, dude, it, it, we don't have to reinvent the wheel here. It's it's already in motion. So just jump on the train and give it a try. So what do you want to share yeah. about uh growing the group? Yeah, exactly. So um, it's really simple, and we encourage lots of people to step up to be uh, meeting captains. It's a great way to really connect with your community and other like-minded patriots. So the framework is already done. Um, We meet every week. We go over the agenda, and you guys get to go out there. I I create the marketing and the flyers and send it out, and the people just come, and you get to read the announcements and um, it's uh, explain all the new exciting updates that are going on, like the new recent lawsuit that Dr. Pam Popper's lawyers, as well as American Frontline Doctors, um, I think everyone's heard about this now where they did the TRO, the Temporary Restraining Order lawsuit, against the CDC and the Health Department and other entities to stop the COVID vaccine on 16-year-olds and younger. Um, so that's really exciting. So we usually have some breaking news just because we've gotten inside with Dr. Pam Popper. Um, and then different ways to help. We have speakers that come out as well. And we have ways for people to sign up to be precinct committee men, which is really Ooh. exciting. I'm just, yeah, so I'm so excited that you have uh, Joseph, Representative Joseph Chaplet coming on. I can't wait to listen and hear what he has to say. He's incredible, and we really encourage everyone to become precinct committeemen and get involved in politics because we've got to fight this tyranny on so many different levels. But it's really exciting, and we just want to grow. Um, we have about 3,000 supporters, so we're very fortunate, and we just keep growing every day. And you're a precinct committee man too, correct? I am. I'm in LD18. Uh-huh. I am LD23, <laughs> and Joseph is my representative. So uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's one of the good really people. Popular. Who's yours? Who's yours? I'm sorry? Who's your representative? Do you, do you know who it is? No, because I just started my precinct committee man. It's been a goal of mine for a couple of years, and I finally said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So we just got approved, and um, we haven't even had our meeting yet. 
<laughs> oh, you haven't even so, had the meeting. Ah, yeah. No, so very fresh, but I'm so excited to jump in because I know it's really important. We've recruited tons of people from our organization to become precinct committeemans because I definitely see the value in it, um, and so do so many others. So it's really exciting. Um, but yeah, we've got lots going on. There's a lot of resources on our websites as well. Um, different ways to fight back against the COVID tyranny. Um, and also we do have a call to action out right now. This one is really important. So the legal team in Ohio is looking for plaintiffs. Anyone who was told they are forced to receive the COVID vaccine and then they subsequently declined taking the vaccine and then we're fired we're looking mm. for you to become a plaintiff um obviously you would receive uh, when the lawsuit wins you would be compensated and um this is going to be a huge lawsuit so if anyone's interested in joining this please reach out to me you can reach me on my email it's info at ArizonaStandsUnited.org. But this is very new. Uh, we're looking for people right away. So if, you're, if you've been fired from denying or refusing to take the COVID vaccine, please reach out to us. And that's for anyone anywhere in the country, right? They don't have to be in Arizona. And I'm, I'm going to add that to the website and start promoting it too because we want that list to have everybody that has – suffered from it because they cannot they cannot fire you if you decline the vaccine because there's something called informed consent amongst another laundry list of reasons why so you guys are doing it again see this group is everyone I'm trying to explain to you not only are they taking action locally and bringing together people like Jenny Jackson and, and the different locations throughout Arizona and other states they're filing the lawsuits that are making the huge difference, which is actually getting the issues resolved so that we can get our freedoms back. And that is, you know, we were talking about supporting a group, getting involved with the group. That's the ones that you want to support and give your donations to. You don't need to give donations to the politicians. I mean, you can give some to Joseph because he's one of the good guys. But otherwise, these groups, <laughs> these political action committees, you know, they're all just basically money. Most of them are money laundering operations so they can have a comfortable lifestyle. Then they're not doing anything to help you because have they done anything so far? No, but look at this. She's filed the, this new lawsuits coming, right? The one that's going to free, free Arizona. And then you've got the TRO. The, uh, the, hopefully that will go through very quickly for the 16-year-old and younger, the so they don't, they're not being required. They don't want to say required because it's not even legal to require somebody to take a vaccine. Um, but, you know, these, like I said, real take action things that are going to change your life. So that's why we have such a high regard for Dr. Pam Popper and for Make Americans Free Again. And, of course, Arizona Stands United and the hard work that Jenny is doing to bring all this together. This is, a, this is, a, this is an acting, working group. A little different than just, um, you know, signing up and getting just the newsletter. We want you to participate. The key to this, to making all this work, is everybody's got to join together. It's like join together June and step up to the plate. You know, roll up your sleeves. Jenny, you, I want you to share some of the information that you guys have on that newsletter because um, I've never seen one that had so much uh, <laughs> content that was <laughs> – 
but it was valuable. It wasn't like you were doing cartoons and you weren't saying, like, here's a recipe. I mean, you were talking about the school districts and you were giving, you know, information on you know, letters that people need to have if they're, if they're being harassed from their job or from work or things. So mention a few that you, that, that you find are key where people can realize that the resources are out there. You just you need to go to be a part of your group to, to make them easy to find. So talk a little bit about what you put in that newsletter. Yeah, absolutely. And I would agree that um, there's so much information, but it's a bit overwhelming and it's hard to find it all in one place. And we really try to be a central hub for that, especially our website in the resource center is a ton of stuff and it gets added to daily. Um, so, but yes, we've worked really hard to try to help protect our children and their rights and freedoms. So we started a petition, um, there's about 15,000 signatures. Um, we did a rally with the children at the Capitol. And then two days later, the governor um, said that the mask uh, rule or mask mandate for the schools was now a choice. So call it a coincidence yeah. or not, but we're really excited that that pressure did help. So there's lots of ways for people to get involved. And um, in the newsletter, I send it out weekly. It's one of the great ways to find it. Um, even when I post on social media, it's going to get drowned out with all the posts. But um, so we have a list of the different uh, uni- the school board meetings. But we also have uh, tips and letters and how to address the boards because we want them to listen. We need to speak with a certain – we can speak with some conviction and passion, but we have to have um, a certain level of professionalism when we're in a professional atmosphere. And so we provide the tools to the parents so that they feel well adequate and can go in and get their message across and and truly be heard. And there's also letters that they can send to the schools as well. Um, It's power in numbers, and I will say there's some exciting news that's going to be coming from Dr. Pam Popper and Arizona Stands United about the efforts to help the children. So um, stay tuned, everyone, for that. And, um, yeah, there's different resources to the actual laws and supporting why we're saying what we're saying. So when I say they're violating your rights by telling your children they have to wear a mask, I then will provide the laws proving, and, you know, the parental bill rights proving why I'm saying is, valid. Um, And so it just really, I think, is providing some armor for people. I know that I need to feel like I understand something, and I think a lot of other people feel the same way. Um, There are school surveys that we are asking people to participate in, and we're going to collect all of that data and information and present it to the representatives, present it to the schools, because right now they're, um, they're not really listening to the parents too much. So this survey is actually targeted for parents, even teachers, administrators, the children, and to get more of a full scope picture of, you know, where everyone stands on the math issue for children at school. So, yeah, there's just so much. Um, also, there's application for precinct committeemen. There's different um, calls to actions for legislative action that is very important and needs to be highlighted. So I try. It's long, but really the the fight is big, so it has to be. It's a lot on there. No, but I like it because it has everything that you need. Long is not bad. Long is good as long as it's not filled with 
junk and noise. And this is not, that's what I, why I wanted you to kind of explain that to people because, you know, it seems like we've always got, we're in this uh, social media posting world mentality. And like you said, that's where you're, you're losing some of the information. You have to be able to find it easily, but if you sign up for their newsletter, and I'm telling you, it's one of the newsletters besides our very own, of course, um, this, uh, that you're going to be able to get the information and then you'll have it. You could save it. I mean, even if you're like old school person that needs pen and paper like me, you can go ahead and print it out. So then you have these resources. And then, of course, you can always go to their website. But the best way to kind of funnel through the noise on the social media and that's if they don't get censored by, <laughs> by the powers that be, because, you know, they don't like, they don't like Jenny's message. They don't like anything that she's telling the world about. So that, um, that's a, a great way to get through the noise and then have these resources, because you know, I'm glad that your guys are going to be focusing on more so the schools, because right now, uh, at least here, school is out. School is ending. This is all going to just start up again at the end of July, beginning of August, and it's going to even be worse. Because as, as you know, and um, most of the people listening, that, uh, you know, it's, it's all about the teachers union and it's all about money and it's all about control. It's nothing to do with safety of the children. I mean, you can hear, you can hear the stories that are coming out of Florida recently. So um, this is even a better opportunity. Or, this is the ideal time for people to get involved now with Jenny's group, Arizona Stands United, and anyone that's listening uh, in other states for to get involved, make America free again, that wants to do something for the schools and for the children so they can get everybody in motion and come out full force when, uh, when it's time, when they have the, you know, the, when the schools start to go back in, because they're not going to change their ways. Um, Jenny, right. what, uh, my understanding is um, the globalists fund these um like their pensions. And so, oh, yeah. you know, when you have a football team and sponsors, you do what the sponsors tell you. It's a similar situation. And they're, they definitely have a vice grip on our children and they're targeting our children and it's easy to see now. So we, we have to no holds bar. We have to go in and we have to help. Um, and that's what and Dr. Pam Popper is starting an amazing program. So I can't wait for it to be released. But yeah, I'm excited for everyone to get in, whether you have children or not in a school, certain school district or not, I think this is everyone's fight because this is our future. Yeah, and all the facts are there. You'll have all the information, all the support. I encourage everybody to check out the website, sign up for the newsletter, and attend, if you're here in Arizona, attend one of the events. There, Everything is very cl- clearly listed on the website under the events page. And um, Jenny, give the website again so that it gets, in, it gets imprinted in people's brains. Sure. It's ArizonaStandsUnited.org. And anything else that you need to share? I mean, you covered pretty much everything, I think. But if there's <laughs> something else that you think that you missed, but I, 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 have, I have lots of notes here, and I know other people listening are like, ah, finally a group that gets it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just honored to work alongside so many wonderful people in this Freedom site, and I am just you know want to say thank you to putting a voice out there for us with all the censorship, and it really is because of people like you to get the information out there is how we can continue fighting this fight and growing the grassroots movements, all of them. Um, so thank you so much. And I'm so excited to listen to Joseph Chaplick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, he's one of the good guys. 
So um, I'm, I'm, so I can't really give him a hard. I'll make a little hard time because he's a politician, but at least he's he's on he's on our side. So thank you for what you <laughs> yeah. just said. I appreciate it, and I look forward to working with you guys a lot. We're going to get that Scottsdale chapter started up here, and we're going to grow this movement across the country. And I encourage everyone to go to their website, ArizonaStandsUnited.org, get that information, sign up for the newsletter. So you can get the ammo that you need, the, the you know, like the left, the talking points. So that way you can go to these meetings. You can you can uh, you can sound like you need to sound so that we can make a difference here. So it's a, this is this is not over yet. Just because things are coming out about the truth and you know they've laxed on some of these fake rules and restrictions, this is <laughs> this is far from over. So we we now's the time to step up to the plate, everybody. Roll up your sleeves. And join Arizona Stands United. And if you're out of state of Arizona, make Americans free again. Episode 214, Dr. Pam Popper. Just listen to that and listen to Jenny's segment again. And that's all you need. And you will be, you will be energized to do something. Jenny, we're going to have you back on uh, later this month to share some updates. So thank you so much. And for all your hard work, Jenny's doing this for free, guys. She's not getting paid. She's doing it because she loves this country <laughs> and she wants to make a difference. So I just wanted to make that clear. And, of course, Dr. Pam Popper is covering all of the costs for all of the groups across the entire country that she needs to. Uh, the donations that people make only go directly for the lawsuits. So she's covering all that herself. Yeah, that's real passion, purpose. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, hang in there and listen to uh, – our next guest. Um, oh, what am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. All right, Jenny, go have a week. <laughs> I got distracted. I was trying to think of something funny, and I just I, I fell flat on my face. So, Jenny, have a good weekend, and uh, thanks for coming on again. It was great meeting you last night, and you you, may, you have a great great group and a great you ran a great meeting. So, thank you so much for the invite. Thank you. Bye. Ah, I'm telling you guys, this is the group. This is the group. I'm not taking anything away from any of the other groups, but. This, the, the fact that they're meeting in person and they have these take action items and they're educating everybody and they're giving you the tools that you need is all the difference in the world. It's 132. I am going to bring on my next guest. Okay. This guy, this guy's got it going on, boys and girls. This guy's got it going on. You wouldn't know he was a politician when you met him, which is the perfect description of what you want when you meet a politician, right? He is Arizona state representative for district 23. Joseph Chaplick, I tell you, he's one of the good guys. He's my rep over here in District 23. We're going to be talking about the border, the audit, the budget. Uh, yeah, and Doug Dushy, audience. Uh, what do you think of Doug Dushy? What, what is that? What did you guys think of him? I know, I know. We're going to, we're going to, get, we're going to get the inside scoop from Joseph. Audience, big round of applause for this very rare politician who's working for we people. <laughs> Joseph Chaplick, my state representative for the great state of Arizona, District 23, how are you? Michelle, what a great introduction. Thank you so much for that. Even with the, the, the applaud was great. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I let him know all about you when we first met and the conversations we had. And they said, this guy is one of us. Like, he's the only one that seems to care about we the people. I said, yeah. 
And uh, so we got to support him. We got to have him on the show. He's going to tell us the truth of what's going on here because there's, we are, who would have ever guessed, right? Because you've lived here for a long time. I've lived here for a long time. Who would have ever guessed like Arizona would have been the hot spot for almost every possible category of what's going on in the country <laughs> when only, you know, only what, 10, 15 years ago, we had like one freeway and then all of a sudden, like, like everything's going on here. Like what, who would have ever figured that one out? Well, that's why I got involved. You know, I'm a family guy. I'm a resident. I own a business and I moved Around the country in my, my life, uh, started in Ohio and went to California at 22, uh, lived there for a number of years, went to Portland, Oregon of all places, but it was beautiful back in 2001. And mm-hmm. as I saw the change in Portland, um, had, uh, I got married and had two children, we ended up moving to, to Scottsdale, picked this place on the map out of the whole country, wanted to raise a family here. We came here, been here 11 years. And then, I, you know, in those 11 years, I started seeing a change. And being in liberal towns, I could see the change. And, mm-hmm. and I started seeing some of that change here in Arizona. So I decided to, to put my life on pause, my family, my business, and uh, get involved. Get involved to save not only Arizona, but hopefully our country as well. So that's why I do what I do. And I'm not in it for anything else. You know, there's a lot of people that get into it for political gain to, to move up the ladder or to, to prosper and you know, if you look at the D.C. Uh, politicians, they seem to go in there with no money and come out with a ton of wealth. But amazing. I'm not in it for that. Magic. Yeah. 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 Well, so I'm and, in it for and, us, right? I want to do what's right. When you said you're obviously not in it for the money, let everybody know how much the salary is that you get paid so they can uh, they can understand For this very lovely little. job, which I do love. Yes, I do love what I do. It, it is meaningful, and there's purpose to it, and that's what I gather the most out of it. The, the purpose of why we do this, but we get paid uh, $25,000 for the year. Uh, it is part-time, but you know, we're, we're busy all year round. Uh, right. I did decline. Yes. I did decline the health insurance. I, I don't need more health insurance. Uh, I don't need the government to dole out. Well, I wanted to make the point of what the salary is because I want to put things in perspective for people that you have sac- you're putting your business on hold. You're putting other things in your life on hold. It's not a lot of money. It is a lot of time, even though you, it is a, you're in session part time. You're doing things year round. So most of the the, the feedback that I and I hear from people, it's you know it's still you're doing 40, 50, 60 hours a week year round, and you're you're making. $24,000 a year. So put that into perspective, people. That That's why he's, he's been doing it because he cares and he sees what's happening and he wants to make a difference. And I think that's important because most people probably thought it was some big salary, like you know, the 180000 with all the perks that come from being at the federal level. And that's not how it works at the states. So, um, Joseph, do you want to start with border? Do you want to start with budget? Do you want to start with audit? Yeah, wherever you want to go with this, Michelle, uh, I'll take your lead. You tell me what uh, your listeners want to hear first. Let's start with the audit because I believe you were down there the other day. You know, I, I did. I went down there. It was the first time I was uh, at the Coliseum. There were some legislators from Pennsylvania that came into town, two senators and a House representative. And they came here because Pennsylvania, of course, is a state that had some issues as well or allegedly issues. 
but they wanted to come see what we're doing. And obviously we're making national news. Um, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Georgia has announced forensic audits, and Pennsylvania was coming out to see what we did. So we met with them. Uh, the Senate there is pushing for a forensic audit in Pennsylvania, and they were um, excited to come out, see the operations. I, I think, that as I read some of the tweets that they put out, uh, they're extremely impressed with the process and the handling and what's going on down at the Coliseum. Uh, they spoke to uh, the owner of the forensic audit company, and he told us what they're seeing. And, and I'll put this out right now. You know, this audit may have been done already if the County Board of Supervisors would uh, cooperate. Mm-hmm. If they would work with the system and provide the information that's being requested to do the audit, uh, because they have nothing to hide, of course, as everybody says, they are blocking so many attempts. This, this uh, audit may have been done already. Which is... So it's going to take a little longer, yeah. And I know there are certain things that you probably can't share, right? But, I mean, is there – within your colleagues in the in the House side, uh, are they just – I mean, are you guys just beyond frustrated that you keep having these issues with the Mayor Corruption County Board of Supervisors who are for – and I use the word loosely – Republicans and one Democrat? I mean, you guys are – you're Republican. I thought everybody was supposed to stick. Uh, I'm, I'm being facetious. I thought everybody was supposed to be sticking together. I mean, how, how is that? What's, what's the feel in the House, if you can share any of that? Well, I think most of the, the, the House members want to make sure that, foremost, we have integrity in our elections. I mean, that, that's really what the whole audit is about, the, the forensic audit. It is to make sure that we restore the faith of our voters in the state of Arizona, that the, the vote system works. There are no irregular, no mischief activities going on to sway uh, an outcome. And until we do audits, we won't know that. And I think the public saw the election, and there was a lot of questions raised. And when questions are raised, that's when you should investigate. And so doing an, an, an audit of anything is, again, to stabilize the rumors or stabilize the suspicion and find out if we do have integrity in the system. And so regardless of the outcome, it's, I believe it's, it's important to do this because of, you know, people called in the question of some of the numbers. And when you get into the forensic audit, now we're going through the data, we're pulling through, you know, all of the, um, the processes, the EMS, which is the uh, election management system. All this is like through, you know, technology today. It's not just a ballot and run it through a machine and count it with the hanging chads we used to have. And, you know, th- this is all through technology. And as technology advances, things get complicated. So if you, if you paid any attention to the audit, you know, there was a lot of data moving around. And to adjudicate the systems, you know, and the vote counts, you know, people had to move files around. And, and we heard about thumb drives. It's could have been deleted, could have been switched, who knows. Now they're talking about them being connected to the Internet. Maybe there's foreign interference. When you start hearing stuff like foreign interference, we need, as Americans, as our vote counts, we should be looking into this. So, again, I don't know why anybody um, is appalled that we're doing this. I think it's good for a checks and balances. Uh, I think it's going to show a lot of um, good that comes out of it, regardless of the outcome. I, I, I do believe they'll find some irregularities. I do believe 
you know, they'll have a full report by the end of the summer. And I, and I believe we'll, we'll see what that entails. And when people ask me, do I believe there's fraud? Do I believe there's fraud? I, I say the same answer. We need to have integrity in our elections. And there should be no reason why we don't call for some audit in, in one form or another to provide that data. And that, that's what we should be doing. Yeah, but, you know, the most American people, if you just want to use common sense, right, you just you go, well, then what do you what do you have to hide if you're pushing back so much? It's kind of like you and you're in a store, right, you pop a pack of gum in your pocket, and the guy behind the counter goes, so you got gum in your pocket, you, you try to walk out the door, and you say, uh, no, I don't. And they say, well, show me, and then he runs out the door because <laughs> he, he got something in his pocket that he shouldn't have. So, um you know, right, just, right. Basic uh, it, common sense. It's common yeah. sense, guys. So you know, if, if you're pushing back, then why are you pushing back? You got nothing to hide. Go ahead. You know, show your cards. You know, that's uh, it's very concerning. But um, I'm just glad that you guys have, have managed to get it this far, and nothing nothing bad has happened yet. Knock on wood, right? Because we're not finished yet. Um, is there anything else that you can tell us? Uh, about the audit that when you went down there or, you know, a little, a little leaked breaking news without violating some sort of document you signed or you know, oath that you took that <laughs> you can't share scoop. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say this. I would say this, Michelle, uh, don't listen to anything that's being reported because it's, it's probably not true. You know, the, the media uh, left liberal media is spinning it to make it look like everything is wrong. It's a, it's a joke. It's embarrassing and everything's being conducted, you know, uh, in, in a, in a poor manner. And, and it's just the opposite from what I've seen and, and sure, you know, doing a 2.1 million ballot recount, uh, well, not recount uh, audit, uh, you're looking at every ballot, but there are discrepancies, you know, a, a basket should have 400 ballots or showing up with 380. We should not have any of that discrepancy in a fair election. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, open your books and show us everything if there's no wrongdoing. But the opposition has been so strong to stopping this. And it's not about the money that's being spent on the audit because I'm going to go through the budget, which we'll move into next. I see all the money that goes out the door here in Arizona. It's, it's appalling. So the fact that somebody's complaining that we're spending a few dollars on, a, on an audit to make sure our election matters and our integrity is strong for the voters and that we have – you know, truth and fairness in how we cast votes and how they're counted. It, it's to me shocking that someone would say it's a waste of money because I can talk about waste of money in the audit. I mean, in the, uh, in the budget, there, there was a ton of money going out the door, not just in the state, but throughout the whole country. And I think a lot of people know that, um, that we overspend on, on waste in government. So, so that's, that's what I know. And, and when it comes out, I'm eager to hear all the news and the updates and, and the findings, but you know, you got other states conducting the same forensic audit. There's a reason for that. When you're getting pushback in opposition at this level, where they even bring in the sheriff of Maricopa County, something's not right. Mm-hmm. And now you're you're blocking you're blocking data that we're asking for. You know, the, the the auditors are asking for passcodes. They're asking to get into the the hardware. You know, and they won't give it to them, which would tell a lot yeah. of story of the data. Yeah. It's unbelievable that they have the nerve to push back. Well, you know, that they, they figured, well, you know what, for the past 15 months, we pushed the envelope on everything and everybody just went along with it, even though it was a, a violation of the Constitution or your law, your own freedoms, all of that. So they figured, eh, why not? We'll just keep doing what we've been doing. 
So uh, we'll see if they go for it. And if, and if somebody actually pushes back, uh, we'll just push a little harder and see what happens. And then if we want to go to court, we'll, we'll get to that point. So they just know that they can right. run over the American people and they can run over um, this, you know, the, well, I don't want to call it the system. I don't know what you want to call it at this point, uh, the cluster, uh, because we've let them. We've let them do that. I mean, we as American citizens, we as Arizonans, I could tell you right now, I mean, most of us have let the past, oh, 20, 30 years, we've let bad politicians make bad policies, and we, the people, did not get involved. We just let other people take over, but we weren't paying attention that there was an agenda being pushed where lots of money were coming in from NGOs and special interests and people's names that uh, you will know that was getting in certain people in positions to change the narrative, the direction of this country for the worse. And we, we took our eye off the ball because it's supposed to be, it's the government run by the people, right? And we forgot that. So we, we turned over our own power to these elected elites, and now we're, we decided to pay attention because it all came like the uh, perfect storm of chaos all piled into one, and we said, what happened? And I, I'm the first one to do that. I wasn't involved in anything active in the community that I should have been, which most people, because we're busy, we're doing other things, but we took our eye off the ball. Um, I became a precinct committee man. Thank God I, I learned about that on the war room. Had no idea because they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know that these great, amazing opportunities are there to get involved with the community. But as, as I said in the beginning, Joseph, you know, there's, there's not a lot of politicians like yourself who, if we entrusted you to take this position, this leadership position, we knew that things were going to be okay. So, um, we need to get well, more. You. We need to get more of yous in there, and I think that that's the direction now that's happening in Arizona and nationwide, because we've decided to participate in the process, which the process was designed for us to be very active, and then you guys do your role. We have to do more, but at least I, I think that's changing. Do you want to comment on people's participation on the feedback you've been getting from? your constituents in LD23 and across the state on how they've decided to uh, get off their lazy rear ends and do something like I did? <laughs> well, I think you see it. I mean, I, obviously, I'm a, I'm a PC as well as a state committeeman for LD23 in the state of Arizona. And, and obviously, you know, I hold the elected office. But if you go to any LD meeting, you, you can see more participation. I mean, we are filled in the room for um, people showing up this year after the election and and then you look at people waking up and seeing what's going on in the schools and these district school board meetings are being held where parents are showing up and that usually wasn't the case listen i i served on an hoa recently before i got elected in, in for my neighborhood and, and and nobody comes to those meetings they're kind of like school board meetings nobody shows up city council meetings unless there's a hot topic right and then you get some people coming but most of the meetings there's not a, a high uh, level of, of people attending. Um, but now you're seeing it. You're seeing people come to the, the LD meetings. You're seeing people go to those school board meetings and they're speaking up and they're, they're um, not tolerating this anymore. And, and you look at what's going on at the schools, the city council. And, and I think that's great that we're all rising to, 
to have our voices heard because that's what we should be doing. And I don't think it's too late. I think the, the tide is still coming in. I think we're going to have more and more people run for office in all levels. Uh, I think it's great. That's what we were designed for as a, as a republic. This is how we were set up, people governing people. And I, I like what I see. I, there's a lot of activity for the, for the good. All right. Well, that's, that's reassuring. I mean, I'm seeing it too. And the people that I've been talking to in different districts, they're seeing it. So that's, that's a positive. So good for Arizona. Check that box. Uh, let's go and talk a little bit about the border because obviously we're a hotspot. I had Sheriff Mark Lamb on the show. He's the sheriff of Pinal County. And he had said 50% of the drugs that go into the United States come from our border and of course, the amount of human trafficking that is going through and the bodies that are coming here, I mentioned in the beginning of the show, where we've got multiple locations of these uh, turnstile hotels, but they're just basically running these illegal aliens through over a 48 hour period and then shipping them off to different cities across the country, primarily the East Coast. Um, one of them which I'm sure you are familiar with because it's in your districts right here in Scottsdale, Scottsdale road, Mountain View. Um, what, what's going on? Like why, why is the national guard not at the border? Like, why aren't we not doing more? Is there anything that we can do or is the Doug Dushy the problem? What, what's going on with the border, Joseph? And share what you can. I well, know that there's certain things you probably can't discuss, but. No, know. sure, sure. Listen, I, and I know Sheriff Lamb, great guy. love the guy. He's, he's doing a wonderful job as well as the other sheriffs here in Arizona uh, down on. To sum it up, we have President Biden. I mean, we did not have a border crisis with President Trump. Now we do. And, and it's obvious that we're back to over 100,000, 200,000 uh, crossing our border illegally monthly. And this mm-hmm. happened a while ago before President Trump stepped in. So this isn't new to us. We know what is going on when the, the, the numbers increase like this. And when we're not stopping it in those countries like President Trump did, they're passing through Mexico or coming from Mexico to get into our, our borders. And, you know, people say it's humanitarian. We need to help them. Yes, I agree. We have a legal immigration system. It is not fair for the people that came through the legal system to now have everyone jump the line, cross over, immediately get, you know, apprehended, and then get put into a hotel, get, you know, your food, your clothing. Um, who knows what else they're getting? A lawyer. It is not fair to the ones that came through the system legally. And so now you also have what else is crossing through the border? Drugs, you mentioned, absolutely coming right into our family communities. What about weapons? What about things that could create um, mass harm to the population? We don't know who's crossing in the middle of the night. I, I know one sheriff said they, they saw 12 men in camouflage coming across the border at night, and they weren't able to capture them. So why are 12 men coming through in camouflage not to be seen? Are you coming here to get in line for the hotel that's being opened in Scottsdale? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, what are the weapons? What are the, the mass destruction that can happen inside our, our, our borders? It's frightening, and we need to stop it. And, and when you take it a step further, you know, the, the children in cages and everything that they've claimed Trump did, it, it was during the Obama and, and again, in the Biden administration, except they don't let cameras in to view it. Um, we have a major problem. We need to stop it because it's not just, you know, the sex trafficking or the, the 
the three-year-olds that are being dropped over the wall just to be in the desert in the middle of the night so they can get picked up, maybe if they get picked up and seen. Otherwise, they have a, a, a low chance of surviving the evening in, in pitch darkness in the middle of the desert with everything out there. This is so wrong in so many ways that our country should be stepping up. I don't care if it's a Democrat president or not. We should be protecting our borders for the safety of our communities as well as keeping our legal system intact and put our efforts into that to help people that want to come into our country. Um, it, it is an absolute mess with the numbers that are crossing. And, and everybody sees the ones we actually capture and put into these housing facilities or get turned in on their own. We haven't even spoke about the ones that are getting in that we don't even know about and the danger presented upon us. Absolutely. Yeah. The dangers to our families and communities. It, it's, it's really unacceptable. And we're trying to do what we can as a state, but this is a federal issue. Uh, we are trying to, you know, at least Governor Ducey called the National Guard down. Uh, did a little oh, he bit did. Of border support. But, yeah, he did. But we also, you know, it's a shame that the border wall that was being built didn't fall because there's still so much work to be done with the open trenches. And when, when you get um, the, the wall that was going up that does work, it's been proven, just to stop because of the change of administration and they don't put any more money into it. We have so much federal land that's not covered now and we can only build on private land as a state. So within our state legislative powers, we, we can allocate funds to build on state land, but not the federal. So we still are wide open. I know other states have the similar problem, but you know, this is right here in our, in our backyard and we need to stop it. Um, and, and again, for, for everybody that comes across that gets, you know, apprehended and, and they're put into the housing, you know, for the ones that want to be here, you know, that's one thing. But the ones that are coming here for other reasons, that is, that is harmful to us. And, you know, they could be criminals. They could have COVID. They could be bringing in drugs. They could be bringing in weapons, like I mentioned. And, and this is not being covered. So bringing it to the point, Michelle, you mentioned about the, um, the ICE detention center. I also mm-hmm. heard there's one being looked at in Fountain Hills, right oh. across the street from the fountain, right across the street from the fountain in Fountain Hills, downtown Fountain Hills. You know, this is in our home and families and school children are right down the street from this ice detention center. Not to mention, I think they're violating the zoning of the building. Oh, they totally are. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing. But apparently that doesn't matter anymore. Where is city council? They're unheard on this. They're, they're hiding behind statements that say they can't do anything. They have more jurisdiction than the state legislature inside Scottsdale about a hotel being housed as a detention center. And with the zoning. Where is the mayor in Ortega? Where is he on this? You want me to tell you what, what he said? I, uh... You know, like the beauty, and this is why I encourage people too to become a precinct committee man. Is you get the uh, you get newsletters and you get information, and you could share that with people so you get the truth out because you're not going to hear about this in the news. You're going to hear this from the Arizona Republic, the liberal uh, newspaper, where uh, or Arizona Central. So let me share with this with you. I I mentioned it on Wednesday when I was talking about the the illegal alien rotation center. That's uh, over at the hotel there. And the mayor of Scottsdale, David Ortega, he's on board with this. He says, and this is in an email from, to one of the people over at Ganey Ranch, which is right next door to that, across the street. 
His response was, remember, you were once an alien. Anyone living, working, and visiting Scottsdale will be treated with respect and dignity. I said, well, what about all the taxpayers, citizens of Arizona? What about their respect and their dignity and their safety? Apparently, that doesn't matter. And I don't believe right. that. I, mean, I was born here. I was not an alien ever. So that's not true. I was never. Most Americans were not once an alien. So he is not in a He should not be in that role. And um, we've got a problem here in Scottsdale that I had no idea that that's his uh, thought process and, and ideology, or shall I call it idiotology. Um, so, yeah, we've we got a big problem here. And he's, this, he just got elected. So a, a year and a half more of that? No, that's not going to work. They are not housing families. This is not, you know, vacation for people that cross our border. These are, this is a detention center. And ICE detention center guarded 24-7 with armed guards in the middle of a community. That is bad. High schools right down the street. Elementary schools down the street. Families with children playing outside. Facility 24-7 makeshift detention center out of an old hotel. Unacceptable. And this isn't the only one. You just mentioned that they're they're looking at uh, one at Fountain Hills, and there's other ones throughout Arizona. There's ones down south in, in Tucson area, and there's uh, right. all a couple the in the Phoenix. They're all over the place. Just people are starting to find out about them. And again, I had said earlier that the, um, the Biden regime had given Arizona $600 million to support these man, facilities, detention centers. Uh, for the illegal aliens. And again, they're not, it's not families because a lot of the people that are coming across are not families and they're not small children. Most of the men that are coming across are at least 15 years old and older and uh, they're not coming here to us. <laughs> they're not coming to uh, seek asylum. Most of them are in gangs and um, have ulterior motives. So, um, and this is all. This is not made up. <laughs> this is all factual information. What's oh, happening? There's, uh, there's a rally today at 4:30 at that property. Everyone yeah. wants to go down and see photos. That's over at Scottsdale Road and Mountain View for anyone who wants to head over there to make Scottsdale safe again. And, and I, I just wanted to, you know, remind everyone that's listening: if, if it's not in your town yet, it's probably because you don't know about it, or it's coming because every town is a border town and it's being funded with trillions, trillions of dollars. I mean, if we got 600 million, how many other states that got the same or more? And now you're talking literally trillions of dollars. So it's that Biden nuclear bomb coming at you to just run over the uh, American citizens, our rights, our freedoms, and uh, the, the, the great country that we are still hanging on to by this uh, thread. Um, one other question well, about uh, yeah, the border yeah. though for you. Um, so the only thing that uh, that can be done from the governor's end, because obviously you, you can hear clearly in, in my comments, I'm not a fan of uh, Governor Doug, Dougie. Um, so he put a, some National Guards. He can't do anything else. Uh, is, or, you know, I just, I just don't feel he's done enough. So is there anything else that he can sure. do? Sure. When you look at other governors that are, are – trying to step up and do more to protect their states. Yeah, I, I can reason with you on that. 
Uh, I'm not the governor, so I don't know all the unlimited power that he may have to do something in this situation to strengthen our border. But I would at least be trying to do everything in my power, if not pushing and pressing on the federal government to do more here in our state and calling that out. Uh, As a legislature, we are trying to do whatever we can within our powers to provide as many resources as possible to fill those gaps and stop this open border. And we're working on that throughout the budget process, which should hopefully be wrapping up in the next week or two. Uh, We have till June 30th to finish the fiscal year. But we are, you know, again, one body in the House. We still have the Senate and then the executive branch of um, the governor to complete the, the cycle, just like when we do a bill, right? When we start a bill, it goes through one of the chambers and then goes to the other. It has to pass through all the committees. And once we um, get it through all the final hurdles, it goes to the governor's office for signing. Um, it is not easy moving a bill, especially a bill that may be more conservative or more um, based in uh, the spirit of our uh, Republican Party. Uh, we have a one-person margin in the house and a one person margin for majority in the Senate. So we need every person to be on board with every bill that we push through to get it all the way across the finish line. It is not an easy task. Um, But we as a legislature are doing everything we can to assist with as many resources as we can, whether it's funding or any other call to action that we can do um, to the federal government as a, as a house body. Yeah. You're working on a really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, difficult situation because you, as people can see from the bills that have not gotten passed, uh, somebody who you would think should be on your side flips on you. So then all of a sudden you guys can't get it passed, but yet you have, quote unquote, a Republican majority. There's always somebody that jumps ship on you. And usually it's, it's not for a common sense or logical reason. So, and, and it's, it's different ones. You would think that there'd be a pattern, but, uh, you know, I don't know necessarily the reasons I'm kind of making a blanket statement, but it's all based on, you always just see one and it pops up and you're like, oh, so-and-so said no. So, uh, no, you know, we're, vaccines for everybody. And you're going, whoa, 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 wait a second, what happened? And I thought, well, what are, what are you guys doing down there? And then, and of course, then that makes, it gives you the, the good guys like you, then all of a sudden everybody's hating um, the politicians that are down there when usually it's just one or two that kind of go squirrely on us. Uh, but since you brought up the budget and uh, it's, let's, let's jump over to that. Um, sure. My buddy, Dougie, sure. my buddy, Dougie, he, uh, he didn't, he vetoed 22 of the bills, which I know that there's time to get them resolved. But the fact is, I mean, why would you, you know, a logical person would, not just do that unless they were trying to prove a point that'd be out. You know, you didn't approve my pork filled budget. So I'm going to, I'm just going to veto all these things because you guys work so hard getting them to this point. I mean, it's just, to me, it's just incredibly disrespectful for the process, not to mention um, it. It just shows that he's trying to, to show his masculinity, his power, that he could just, with a stroke of a pen, veto everything rather than working with you guys to either make adjustments or to then just work on the budget independently. But you know what I mean? It's just like a, it's like an angry teacher that's that is punishing you because you, know, you did for what you you know you can't go on the playground because you, you know, didn't wipe your desk down or something stupid. You know what I mean? They just wanted to show their power. Um, <laughs> you just want to comment on. On, on 
on the work that you guys did to get those bills, because like you just said, it's, it is hard to get a bill through to the point where it gets to that desk. And then somebody comes along who's supposed to be on your team and pulls the rug out from under you. Well, look, I, I get that question a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm not the governor. I would assign the 22 bills. Um, however, his reasoning hasn't been discussed yet on why he vetoed those other than we didn't deliver a budget. But again, we, we have time for a budget. Sure. It's great to finish up a little early and get done. Um, but I also believe in doing it the right way. And, and the budget to me hasn't been properly put together in the correct format. That's why we have some delays because we're trying to get everyone on board, whether it's too much pork or, or not uh, some policies aren't written correctly. You know, the, the budget process uh, and keep in mind, Michelle, I'm a freshman down here, but I come from a background of business at a Fortune 50 company, a Fortune 1000 company. You know, I have a, a background that's, that's credited here in, in what I've done in my career for success. And when I see processes in place that are failing, I just I need to call it out, and I've called it out with, within our, our own body. And, the, you know, I offer my assistance. And, you know, again, I'm a freshman, but I, I come with a wealth of experience, and, and I'm trying to help. But when we're overspending or we don't have the right um, items in the, in the budget, I, I need to call that out. And I'll give you a perfect example. Um, they had language in there that the superintendent uh, of the school districts make the decisions if children from K to 12 uh, will have to wear masks or not. You know, <laughs> this goes on. This is, this, is, this is continuing on. It's not just this year that we're done with COVID and it's over. But, you know, for any reason, they can mandate masks on children K through 12. I said this is – Again, unacceptable. We're going to need to put language in there that it should go to the parent level, right? We want more, you know, control over our own body, right? So we should be able to make that decision for our children if they need to wear a mask or not, not just for COVID, for any other future, you know, viruses that may occur. Uh, let's say we have a bad flu next year or, or bad sniffles or breaking through uh, third grade. Uh, do we want the, the superintendents to mandate masks on all third graders? Absolutely not. So, I, I, that was a deal breaker for me for signing the education budget. Um, we need to remove that and make sure that the, the parents have that choice, just like my mass freedom bill, which gave the businesses the choice to enforce or not enforce a, a, a mandate uh, for mask wear. Um, again, by the time, and that was signed by the governor, it'll be in, in law in 90 days after we sign he die. That's how bills work unless it's an emergency, uh, which this one wasn't because you need, you know, more votes. And I, I got the 31 and that's what we needed and then the 16 in the, in the Senate, and then the governor signed it. But, but these are perfect examples of, uh, of less government control, right? We, we don't want government telling us how to live our life all the way down to what we need to put over our face to walk into a business. So that, those are some examples we're trying to, to stop. Uh, the vaccination passport. Uh, I'm on the side that wants to ban those. I, I don't believe we need vaccination passports for COVID because when is that going to stop now? When are they going to start, you know, getting on an airplane, getting on a bus, traveling? Everyone's going to have to show a card of your full vaccination. Does it just stop with COVID or does it go all the way into your, your personal health? And, and no, the next everything. virus that breaks out. Right. It's the social, so, it's the social, it's the social credit score. And a part of a bigger agenda of complete control and tracking and then shutting down the voices of dissent uh, so that they don't have access to funds or there's 
they are segregating people. I mean, if you want to talk about segregation, you've got a vaccination side and a non-vaccination side. <laughs> Hello, you know, that's kind of, a, we don't do that here, but it's happening. And, and, and in Arizona, I, I uh, you know, I just wish that, um, well, I guess, you know, it's, it, Part of the it's part of the governor, you know, as far as if he would be more like uh, Ron DeSantis or Abbott in Texas, we just feel that they're stepping up to the plate more to help the American people because you guys are doing everything that you can in the House. I mean, obviously there's a couple couple things that are probably uh, you're you're a little disappointed in too with your own colleagues, right? Because we've talked about some of the guys that have just uh, turned. They're back on certain things when you have that one or two votes that you need. Um, right. But as far as and you know you can't you know you can only do so much. I mean, but it's got to be frustrating for you and the rest of the the uh, like-minded people because you, you know you, you can only do so much because of how the structure works, the law works. Um, what are some of the other things that were in this budget that you want to let the audience know? So. Um, and that they might be, well, it might be something that they're going to have to deal with because as we all know, you guys have to negotiate. Everybody has to give and take a little. So some of this stuff is going to, unfortunately, it's probably stick because it's, it's all about money. Um, we'll and we'll, get, power as, we'll and get as much as we can done. Absolutely. We'll get as much as we can done. And here's the thing. There's a lot of good people down there. Um, you know, you, you highlighted a couple that go uh, the opposite direction that the party's going and, and that can kill bills. Um, However, we have a good freshman class. We have a, a lot of good leaders stepping up that aren't in leadership positions but have been elected down there in their first year, and we are making a difference. As far as getting the budget complete, it'll probably my guess is next week we'll probably hopefully get it out of the House, but there's things that we need to get back in there because of some of the bills that were vetoed, uh, one being SB 1074, which, which brands the, the critical race theory, but that's not the the name of the bill, but that's what everybody knows it as. And, and this is this is very offensive for taxpayers to fund the, the critical race theory, teaching kids to hate their country and hate each other off our taxpayer dollars by paying. Right. You know, it's a false history. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lie. Denigrates it's a flat our out lies. Our American Revolution. Right. Look, yeah. there's, there's liberal historians that say this is uh, wrong, that the critical race theory is not supported. Um, by facts. And, and when you, when you have, you know, teachers teaching this or, or employees within the public um, education uh, system that we're paying for on taxpayer dollars, this is bad. We got to get this bill back in there. This was one that was vetoed. Uh, we need to get it back in. So it passes and we need to, you know, teach conservative uh, constitutional facts, uh, the civics fact based way. Uh, it unites and strengthens the United States. You know, that's how you do it. But we got to get that bill back in there. Uh, some other ones, uh, will the, any election bill, right? Any election bill we have to get in. Uh, they were well-written. They were passed. If he vetoed them, we got to get them back. Uh, three things are going to happen from this audit, just back on that with the election and the budget, right? We're going to find that they, they did something illegal, which was already – law so therefore you don't need legislature because the bill already exists or the, the law already exists you're going to find uh something that may have happened that we already fixed in this session and, or you're going to find something that 
showed up as uh, a violation and, and we didn't fix it this session, but we'll be right back in January to, to fix that one. So all these election integrity bills need to get through the system. Um, there, there's, you know, again, 2190 is the, the vaccination ban. We got to get that through. That did not get vetoed because it didn't get to them yet, but we got to get that through the finish line. Uh, there's a tax relief bill. I have a tax relief bill that should be going through for small businesses. Uh, and, and talking about tax relief, we have an enormous opportunity here in Arizona to pass a flat tax. Everybody knows about it now because it's been out there. A 2.5 for everyone, regardless of your income. And it's such a great tax relief for the state because we need to remain a friendly business state. We need to attract more people moving here, not leaving. We don't want the wealthy leaving because the wealthy pay taxes, but they also employ a lot if they own businesses. And it just trickles down, right? So we don't mm-hmm. want to be a flyover state, you know, to get to Texas, to get to Florida. We do want our population to grow. We do want to do it correctly. But having a business-friendly and a pro-tax relief state where people can prosper is going to bring more people to us, which, again, everybody prospers with that. You know, the more people involved in the, in the uh, economics of working and paying, you know, their, their their taxes, their property taxes, owning a home, the more that prospers for our state. And, and this, this tax relief, Michelle, this flat tax is being looked at by several states already. We are, we are actually a leader within the country with some of this legislation that we're pushing this year. Many states have reached out to us to applaud us, to learn what we're doing, to ask, you know, for the language so they can draft something similar. Uh, I just got a call today, same thing. Other states like North Carolina, Iowa, they have uh, language that they're pushing and they're looking at Arizona as a leader. And, and this is great because we want to be on the forefront. We want to be doing good things for our, our, our residents of Arizona. And I, I think we're going to make some good waves with that tax bill, um, cutting it to a flat rate of 2.5% for everybody. And is that Without going to be in the budget? Taxes. Is that going to yes, be in that, this new well, budget? That is a, that's, that's a huge one. That, that's in there and it's going to hopefully stay and we get that voted through. That is part of the, the, you know, okay. the budget. Um, and, again, uh, without raising any other taxes. So a lot of people will cut tax in one area and then raise it the other to, to not have the deficit. We are doing it because we, we're a very wealthy state. We're a very healthy state. And we can do this. If, if, we, if we're cutting taxes, it's because we're taking too much of the taxpayer's money. And that's what's yeah. happening. So yeah. you know, I, I would love us to be a zero-tax state, income tax. And, and I think we can get there in the next six years without, again, raising other taxes. Well, yeah, once you're governor, you'll be able to implement that, I think. Huh? That won't be a problem. <laughs> well, look, you know, here, there's, I'm making a log right now in my first term down there of, of things that can be improved. And, and I'll tell you right now, we have physical um, barriers the way this capital is built because they abandoned the original one and made it a museum. They built a house and Senate back, I think, in the 60s, two concrete blocks. And, and there's so much uh, physical division that we can't overcome because of the way the buildings are built. And, and we don't do a good job overcoming it with what we can control by trying to pull parties together. So there's no synergy down there at the state house. There, there's absolutely no synergy between the Senate and the House and the governor's office that it should have. We should have so much synergy, connected, unified, right, all going in the same direction. But we're like three separate entities. 
And that's the first thing I noticed as soon as I got down there. And, and I want to change it. I want to have more synergy. I want to have that, that unity within, you know, just even within the Republican Party of the Senate and the House. And we have a Republican governor. But even with the Democrats, we need to we, – we can't have any more division or we're never going to get anything done. We, we actually have to somehow unite on, you know, a lot of nonpartisan bills come through the, the House and Senate as well. But we have to be able to communicate. And, and sometimes we lack – you know, leaders that, that know how to communicate well, and, and that's, that's bad for the state. We need to have leaders that are good at communicating, good at execution to accomplish goals for the better of Arizona. And when we have these barriers as, a, as buildings set, it, it's very hard to bring that together, and, and we just need to do a better job until we get perhaps a, a better facility. There's so what you're... beautiful facilities all united in one building. so what you're saying is it's not only are you guys not talking to one another but you have a bad floor plan so then that way you can't even in a, in a you know meet properly or be around each other where it becomes an obstacle to actually just go to somebody's office to have a discussion so <laughs> well, there's no common yeah there's no common area for everyone to um to gather in between, you know, floor time and, and committee time. There, there's, you know, you, you could go across the, the you know, the, your outdoor patio, uh, the, the gallery or the, the garden, they call it, um, but you're going to get hounded by, you know, the press or waiting out there, you know, and most people don't want to get, you know, a microphone shoved in their face, you know, while they're trying yeah. to walk to another building. So, so we're all not connected in one building like most capitals. So, the House and Senate on each end of the building, and then, you know, it's just all connected. We're, we're three separate buildings with the governor's office, and, and I think we can do a better job trying to overcome that by somehow creating more unity and synergy. Uh, but, again, it's, it's top-down organizations I always come from in, in business. It's the leadership down, you know. Um, we need to implement that. And, and I'll leave you with another thing. Um, we do have, again, good people in the Senate, good people in the House, and, and I spoke to the governor's office a number of times, and, and they have – good folks working for them as well, but we need more, right? We need to, we need mm-hmm. to foster that synergy and, and unity better is what I'm saying. Um, I think we'll accomplish more. I don't think we'll have hiccups like we did with the budget right now. Uh, the whole month of May, I, I feel like we kind of wasted a lot of time, whether it was for a strategic reason with another chamber or not. Uh, if we had the, the little more uh, unified efforts, I think we'd be able to move a little quicker. Um, so we don't have delays and then get to the part where we're, you know, the budget's supposed to be delivered, but yet we still have 30 days. And then we have a governor vetoing 22 bills because we didn't pass the budget last week. Uh, it, it's absurd. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's, 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 there's so much work going into all of this and, and to get to that point where he just takes his pen out and uh, proves his point. It's gotta be frustrating for you, but you love the frustration so much that you're you're running for re-election, which is uh, not that far away because we're already halfway through 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's uh, a Ferris wheel we never get off. I'll tell you, uh, it's it's interesting because look, I, I got into this race because I felt we needed better representation here in Scottsdale and Fountain Hills, and and I proved that uh, everyone I spoke with down in the in the government have said, you know, I'm glad you won. I'm glad you're here. You're making a difference. And, and it's nice to hear that because I, I am trying to do good, but I never stopped campaigning because I didn't really consider it campaigning. I, I was out there talking to people as we always should be 
I was out there making myself present, listening, helping. And just when the election ended, it didn't mean that I go away until we get back into the next campaign season. Um, throughout this whole five months, six months of, of this year, I, you know, I've been out there talking with constituents. I returned phone calls. I, I, believe it or not, I returned emails. And some people have responded back and said, wow, I didn't think you were going to respond to me. Uh, and we get a lot of emails. But, th- again, that's just us being in, present in the position, which I think most people should be doing instead of waiting right before, you know, the next election. And, and I just never stopped. I, I like being out there. I like helping. And I like being present with people's needs and, and what they want to get out of their government leaders. And I, I won't stop. I'll keep doing that. And some, some calls aren't friendly where I return a call and I get yelled at. But apparently they didn't vote for me, but they wanted to hear from me. <laughs> and that's okay. I, I you know what calls. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I represent everybody. Whether you voted for me or not, I represent you. And I will continue to try to strive. And, and you know, Michelle, nobody's going to get 100% of everything, right? You just, you're not going to like one person 100%. You're not going to like how someone governs 100%. But, but you've got to get better people in there, and you've got to vote for the person that says, hey, he's got you know, respect. He, he carries himself well. He, he's listening. Okay, he's not my party, but uh, he does represent well, and he's trying to, he's trying to bridge everybody together, right? Or, or you've got people in the party that, you know, like the fact that I'm conservative and that I'm trying to cut waste out of government. I'm trying to strengthen the schools. Uh, I'm trying to strengthen, you know, our business commerce. I'm trying to strengthen, you know, our, our tax relief. I'm trying to strengthen, you know, many things that go across policy and, and bills. But for the most part, uh, I'm trying to, you know, keep us in a high quality of life here in Arizona because we have an excellent state with resources and people like living here. And I want to maintain that for us. So we don't become a California or an Oregon or Washington where people flee to come here and then vote the same way that they actually left for some unknown reason. You know, I, I want to make sure people understand why we're a good state and why our values are strong. And it's not because we have California, you know, beliefs. We're different than California. Oh, and we are thankful for that because look what California has become. I mean, it is really uh, uh, most of the state has just become a cesspool of just really bad things. And, and I'm not going to go into detail. I mean, most people, uh, you just turn on TV, you could you figure it out, or just look at uh, you know look, look at anything, and you will see the decline of what has happened to that state by the people that have run it into the ground, the politicians and the decision makers. And we don't want that happening to Arizona. So everything that you said just now, I don't see how somebody could say, you know what? <sighs> Sounds like a nice guy, but I don't agree with anything that he said. I don't, I want the opposite of that. Like I just can't get my arms around that. Um, but like you said, you can't, you can't make everybody happy, but you're just talking the fundamentals, the basics, in order to have a decent life for individuals and for families. And it's not left or right. We are well past that point. And, you know, the, the left and the right exist in the elected elites, but they're really just all in one party. We're just using those labels because you're saying somebody's on the left, somebody's on the right. And the people, it is, it is really, you've got to look past what somebody's little letter is and listen to what they say and what they do and what their actions that they're taking and the, and the uh, values they stand for and what they want to do to help you. Um, and I, you know, 
not, uh, I'm not, well, I guess I'm kind of doing like a campaign speech for you, but I, uh, I believe in what you're doing and I've seen you're saying the results and you want what's good, but you're actually doing it right. A lot of people are just a bunch of hot air. And then when they get into politics, they change and they convert and they become part of the swampy swamp. And then they turn their backs on the American people and you're not, you're still, you're still sticking up for them, still fighting. So anybody that's listening that, uh, didn't know about Joseph Chaplick before, or if you voted Democrat before, or you're independent, or you, you didn't vote at all, you wrote in, or an independent, whatever you are running against, you might want to listen to this episode a couple times, and then go listen to him talk somewhere, and see some of the things that he's done, because this is the type of politician that you want as your leader. Most of the, most politicians are in leadership positions, they're not leaders. Joseph is a a leader and he's a doer and a go-getter and probably uh, not only is it in his DNA and his personality, it's because he's a successful business owner. And that's really the key to most of the politicians that are making things happen for the benefit of not only Arizona, but the American people. So well, I'm right. sure you need you're some right. money, you right? Did a great you, job. you need, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I'm you know, I'll, I'll 25 your... grand is making a, a difference in my life. I mean, it is, you know, for some it's great, but I, I don't, you know, I don't do it for the money, as you know. I, I do it because I care about improving the lives of people. And, you know, I do that with passing policy that I believe protects our property rights. It protects our voting rights, our constitutional rights. And, and I believe in keeping government smaller, right, in our lives, not larger. We don't need larger government in our lives. No. And, and that's why I do what I do. And, and I want to protect our future generations, um, and help make sure that America is still here for them. And, and, you know, my love's here in Arizona. I'm raising a family. I like Scottsdale. I, I, I like where we live. And, and I don't want to change them. Like I said, we've lived in other states. I, we didn't even talk about Portland, Michelle, but their downtown is such a disaster that it was one of the nicest downtowns in the country. It is now one of the worst. And imagine that in Old Town Scottsdale or downtown Phoenix. Oh. Where, where buildings are boarded up because of the nightly riots of trying to burn down buildings and allowing that to happen day in and day out. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's sad. It, it really is when cities get to that level. But, you know, I, I'm going to do what I can do to protect us here in Arizona. Yeah, we definitely don't want to go down that road. So you have uh, you need to stick around for a while, make sure that doesn't happen. Um, but, uh, you know, campaigns are expensive, people. And that's a part of life. Remember, we said that the only politician, you know, stop giving to all of these groups and all of these uh, action committees unless you really have done your homework to know who is doing what and where the money goes. Otherwise, just stop because look at where we are now, right? Because the people that said they were sticking up for you, they really haven't. So you've got to be uh, be careful of where your money is going. Just don't see a, a, an ad or a post or a flyer just write a check because they said they were going to do something you got to do your homework but as i said earlier one of the good guys who's actually doing uh, what you want to be done and protecting you and sticking up for you is our very own arizona state representative joseph chaplick from legislative district 23 so if you can throw him a bone right even if you can throw him five bucks I think that'll make a difference. Everybody kind of kicks him a little bit because we want to keep him around. So how do they donate to make sure that the uh, Mr. Chaplick comes back again in 2022? 
Thank you. Um, every dollar counts, and I'm appreciative of every dime that we collect um, because there's high cost in running campaigns and going for elections. Uh, my website is just my name, josephchaplick.com. And you can find me out there. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. But the website itself, there's an easy link to click and donate. If you want to get on our newsletters, which I send out really strong newsletters twice a month, straight to the facts of no fluff, just what's happening so people can stay informed. You can go on the website as well and, and click uh, send me emails, and, and I will definitely capture that email address and put you on the list. Um, josephchaplick.com, and uh, appreciate, again, every dime that comes in because we use it wisely. And if you're not in a position to donate or that's just not your thing, but you like what uh... – State Representative Joseph Chaplick has discussed, and you want to be, you want to help out. You can, I'm sure you can volunteer for the campaign, but you can also be one of those digital warriors. You can comment on his posts. I am positive. <laughs> we don't, we don't need any hate mail or trolls or whatever else <laughs> the shills that they call them. You can share that. You can share that with your family and friends. You can let your audience, let your followers, let your friends know that we've got a good guy on his side. Because the more people that know about him, the less money that he's going to have to spend trying to get to know everybody and to get the word out so that it will keep the cost of the campaign down because everybody will already know what he stands for and who he is. So uh, let's, let's step up to the plate and help, help him out on social media a little bit and getting his message out there and tell your family and friends. I mean, if everybody just told their, their, their immediate friends about him and listened to this show, shared this show with them, then uh, more people would know. More people would know about this uh, very, very rare politician who really is fighting for we the people. And we got to keep him around, and then we got to move him up the food chain, get him up into another position. Um, but that's that's down the road. Don't worry about it. But no, I think it'll happen sooner or later. But we just need to focus on getting him uh, reelected in 2022. So, um, is there anything else that you wanted to share, Mr. Representative, with the audience? You know, look, we have bumper stickers, pens, um, T-shirts, and, of course, yard signs when we get closer to the campaign season that we can get out to any volunteers that want to put them up on their yard. But I just want to thank you and, and all your listeners and the supporters out there that are, are rising up to, to help us keep our state and make a difference. And with without the supporters, there is no me. And without me, you don't have a champion fighting for you. So, uh, I truly appreciate the time today and, and everybody that listened to um, to be uh, helpful because that's what we're, we're pulling together to, to keep our state in, in the high quality of life that we all love to share here in Arizona. So well, thank you're, you. you're welcome for, uh, uh, for I mean, you don't have to thank me for coming on the show. I want to thank you for the hard work that you're doing. <laughs> I mean, you, you've sacrificed enough for that little paycheck, which obviously is nothing compared to, uh, the hard work that you're doing, and it's very clear that you're not doing it for the money because there is no money in it. So there has to be a bigger reason, and and, and it's not because you have, uh, you know that if you play the game, you get to move up the ladder because if you wanted to go to a higher position, you could have easily done that with your talent and your resources. So again, everybody, he's doing this because he sees the problem right here in the Scottsdale, Fountain Hills, I believe Rio Grande area is all part of 23 and you've got to be able to start small and start in your own community. And he's a perfect example 
of uh, making it happen. And we can all do the same thing. So whether, you know, volunteer to help this campaign or get out there in your own community. Again, if you go to the Take Action tab, everything, homeresourceplatform.com, there is many, many pages of actionable take action items that you can start to do within your own community. And of course, the groups that are starting to do things, you just got to get involved because we uh, we're giving you examples today of all the things that are going sideways. And we can make the difference if we come together, you know, join together June and go back into the community and get more active. So I think we've covered a lot of that on the show today. You can't say, well, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, you can't use that excuse. You know, you can't use that excuse anymore. I believe the quote, oh, the quote is, you may choose to look the other way, but you can never say again that you did not know because we just let you know. And um, Joseph, you're, you're a great guy. Uh, it was such an honor meeting you at the meeting. Thank you for the hard work that you're doing. And um, we want you to come back on, give us updates. Now go make sure that this budget is cleaned up and get this junk out of there, especially that superintendent that thinks all of our babies are racist here in Arizona. We can't let her be in charge of decisions. That's for sure. You know, she said that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we're doing what we can and we're fighting hard. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Give your website one more time so people can learn more about you and, of course, hopefully get active in uh, supporting you. Josephchaplick.com. That's my yeah, name. Yeah, he emails uh, people back. Com. I do. From there, you can email me. You can go on and look at uh, other interests if you want to help volunteer during campaign season or not. But I also keep it updated, and we will be launching a new website uh, this summer with my re-election campaign starting out um, in June and July. So awesome. exciting stuff. Awesome. You're one of the good guys. Thank you for being. I'm. Uh, thank you for being in my district. So I know that we we've got hope and we're going to be safe. But we're all going to step up to the plate and join you in your efforts. Um, we're going to promote you and support you as much as we can on this platform. And I'll be adding some information so that way you see Joseph's handsome picture on the graphic and you can click right to his <laughs> page. We're going to put up like a cool page for the the cool politicians, the ones that are running and the ones that are there that we need to keep around. So that way you can find them and support them in multiple ways. Like I said, even if you can't do many, you can, you can, you can open that mouth of yours and you can share on social media. Every bit helps, you know, every bit helps. Joseph, you are awesome. You are awesome. Um, thank you so much. You have a great weekend and I look forward to having you back on once you tell me with an update on you when you fix this budget. I have, I have confidence you're going to, you're going to, you're going to take care of it. You're, it's in, the budget is in good hands because Joseph's going to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll update you once we get it all passed. I'll tell you what was in it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and that'll be fun. That will be an interesting show. Everyone might need to pull out a, a cocktail to be able to get through the uh, uh, what, when you tell us what was actually in it. But I, like I said, I have confidence you'll yank this junk out so we don't have to worry about it and make sure that we get the good stuff passed. So, again, thank you uh, so much. Arizona State Representative Joseph Chaplick. And that is uh, Legislative District 23. Good man. Good man. Thank you, sir. You have a good weekend, and I look forward to having you back on. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Uh, I tell you guys, he is one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. So if you can't support him, I'm going to add a page to the website. So then that way we have all of the politicians that are the good people. It's going to unfortunately be a short page. (laughs) Well, as we find them, we're going to put them on there so we can – 
we can see who is the ones that are supporting you, we, the people. And it's going to be nationwide, too. We're going to have that on there. But, of course, we are going to add that to our special Arizona section, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, take action tab. I will make sure that that's done over the weekend. So then that way you can learn more about Joseph. And uh, next year, of course, I'll put the episode that we just did. I'll just do his segment. So that way you have that on there. You can listen to it, share with your friends, share with your family. Um, so if this episode didn't give you some inspiration to actually roll up your sleeves and get more involved in your community, and as a reminder that that is your responsibility, your civic duty, uh, I'm not sure what else that we, we need to share. Uh, I can... I can share it lots more. We share them every week on the show, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, live at 12 p.m. And then at 1 p.m., we're running a little late today, 1 p.m. is Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox, where we do a longer, deeper dive into conversations with usually special guests and um, a lot of the names that you know, where we're talking about current, more current events and issues and things that you need to be aware of that are important, that are important. Um, and for anyone that's listening you can always go to the website on the homepage and most of the pages I put the graphic on there to listen live. So you just click on that or you can go to everythinghomelive.com. So you can always listen live. And of course, all of the shows convert automatically, poof, magic, into a podcast. So you can listen on demand on all of the major podcast players. And those uh, links are listed on the homepage, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Don't forget the graphic there. It says links. You click on that and you can follow us on social media. I do like the rumble, but we're being a little censored there. You know, they don't like the messages about the coronavirus or the vaccines. And we were talking about that with Dr. Pam Popper, episode 214. So what they, what rumble does for, for those of you who uh, are not familiar with rumble or how they censor, they don't basically tell you no, or they don't give you a strike. What they'll do is they, the videos will be posted on your Rumble account. It's just that they're not included in the email notification to let your subscribers know that you have new content. So that's how they, they kind of get around that. So it's not as abusive as YouTube, but like right now I have ooh, 20 videos that ha- are waiting to be in the notification that goes the email notification once you subscribe on Rumble. So you get a notification that there's new content. So if you are wondering why you have your subscriber and you haven't said, well, they've not had any new videos, it's because Rumble holds them back for whatever reasons, probably because the content uh, obviously is just about freedoms and patriots and the truth and Corona and vaccines and America all that fun stuff that we always talk about on this platform and having, you know, so anyway, so anyone that's listening and they wonder why some of their other uh, channels that they follow, they haven't received that email notification in a while. Like, God, they're not posting. They probably are just their videos are being held back. So what I encourage you to do is I'm posting the shows either the same day or the day after. And then I'm doing special segments for the soapbox, uh, soapbox players, these soapbox special guests that have come on. So then we're actually putting them as additional one additional segments. And so they're separate. So that way, because usually they're a little bit longer. And then of course, other videos that are important that we're putting up there too. So there's usually content being posted almost every single day. So you might want to just go directly to our account on 
or our channel, rather, our channel, when you use the right language, our channel on a rumble, so then that way you can uh, see what they are. You're just not being notified, part of that censorship. But what are you going to do? That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So anyway, uh, real quick, I just want to let you know of a couple of events, and then it is 2.41. Wow, we went long. I I hope Joseph was okay with me taking up a lot of his time today, but I I think it was important. I think it was good Then he got a chance to hear a lot of the things that he um, cares about and what he's been doing. And that way, when I tell you that he's a good guy and he is a politician that cares, who is looking out for your interest, now you can say, ah, this is what she means. Yeah. So I, he gave specifics and he talked about uh, a lot of important things here in Arizona um, and what he wants to do. And of course, this budget thing, you know, I'm not a fan of that superintendent either. I can't, I don't remember her name. doesn't really matter. Um, those are the type of people we got to get rid of, right? Well, we have a laundry list of, of the executive branch here that does not, that is just bad news bears, bad news bears. But speaking of bad news bears, uh, and I didn't bring this up during the um, conversation with him about the recalling Arizona House Speaker or Rhino or Rogue Rhino, Rusty Bowers. I didn't bring it up because he is in the House. And I didn't even want to, it's not that I didn't want to get his opinion or anything like that. It's just that that's the leader of his party. I didn't want to cause any issues with that. And whether he is for it or not, he can't really say because of his position. And that wasn't trying to get him an outlet to not discuss it because it's irrelevant. It, it doesn't really matter what his opinion is. And when you're in certain positions, you can't say, so why, uh, why have that, why make it uncomfortable and have that conversation? Because we all know that we can't talk about that. Um, and, and, and discuss what his opinion is, especially because of his position. So I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to bring it up. And that's why I didn't bring it up during the interview. Um, oh, I want to do this breaking news and then I will, uh, I will let you guys go for the day. I will let you guys go. All right. This is another segment of breaking news. Number four, recall Arizona House Speaker, a rogue rhino, Rusty Bowers. Uh, our buddies over at uh, my pillow, Mr. Mike Lindell. I know his name comes up in a lot. Between Dr. Van Popper and Mike Lindell, you would think you would think these guys are paying me or something, but they're not. I just respect what they're doing, and I want to support them any way I can. Uh, Mike Lindell and uh, Sidney Powell have joined America Restored to help the recall happen this weekend. They are asking for more volunteers to gather at Time Out Sports Bar and Grill in Mesa. That's where we were last night at the Arizona Stands United. Meeting Their meetings are always on Thursdays, by the way. Thursdays at 6.30. It's on our website on the live events page, live events page at the Take Action tab. They are looking for people to help get signatures on petitions. And uh, don't worry, you're not going to go to any unfriendly households. You're going to see some friendly faces because they have the Trump voter list. So you will be getting uh, signatures. You'll be getting John Hancock's from people who actually are looking forward to seeing you show up at their door. So it's going to be easy. It's easy. And you can actually, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to broadcast this, but you can actually earn up to $25 an hour. There's a, a couple of things you got to fill out, but for the most part, uh, yeah, you get paid to do this. That's just how it works. It's not against the law. That's how they all operate, believe it or not. So I, uh, at this point, we've got two and a half weeks left. We need everybody to step up to the plate. This is for Mesa, which is LB25, lead, uh, Legislative District 25. You don't have to live in that area in order to participate. So if you are 
want to make some money, want to make a little extra money, want to go uh, help out, want to go gather some signatures to get rid of a bad dude, this guy, Rusty Bowers, then um, head on down to uh, Time Out Sports Bar and Grill. Actually, before you do that, you can go to the website. If you go to the website, uh, recallbowers.com. And it'll get you all the information. It'll t- tell you the information on what he has done and the things he has uh, not stood up for. So that way you can get uh, all the information on why this guy is a bad dude and he is not looking out for you or me, the uh, people of Arizona, especially in his district. And he is in charge of the house. So that's how some of these bills are getting through. because He's playing both sides of the fence, to put it bluntly. So again, go to the website and then it'll get you all the information and then uh, the, uh, they're going to be having big, like a big party down there all weekend long, Saturday and Sunday. And all the details of times are listed on the website. So please join the, mu- the movement. You got to get rid of this guy. So we can get rid of one. That would be great. We need a win here. because The other audits, not the other audits, the other recalls didn't work out so well. And that's, uh, that's okay. But we got to get a win for Arizona because we're, we're doing well on these uh, in, the, in the audit. We need a you know, one like this, and it would be nice to get rid of a, uh, some of these bad, uh, these bad dudes, and get more people. It frees up another spot for a similar Joseph Chaplick to be in that position. Wouldn't it be great? That's the type of people that we need more of. So let's all work together and get rid of uh, somebody who does not act that way, does not feel that way, does not represent the American people. And that is Arizona House Speaker Rogue Rhino, Rusty Bowers. So to make it easy, if you go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, you'll go on that Take Action tab again. Everything is listed on there. And then you'll see the Arizona Recalls page. You can click on that if you forget uh, to go to Rusty Bowers. It's Recall Rusty. Recall Bowers. Oh, my God. How bad is that? Hold on a second. I'm going to look it up. I put it on the website so I wouldn't have to remember the name. That's why I stick everything on this website, you guys. I do it for your own convenience. I do it for myself because otherwise I'm going to have to remember all these websites. I don't want to remember all these websites. I can't. I can't mark them. I can't find my computer. It's like how many more pieces of paper, how many post-its, and how many uh, bookmarks am I going to have? And then I still can't find things because then I know you go through the same thing. We had this conversation last night. So you can go to recallbowers.com, right, recallbowers.com. Or to make it simple, if you know that you're always going to go to our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, you're going to click the Take Action tab because you know that's where all the juicy stuff is. And then you go to Arizona Recalls. No, you don't have to think. It's right there. It's labeled Arizona Recalls. Like, oh, I want, oh, what's that guy with the recall? I can't remember his name. Then just go to the Recalls. And then you click on the graphic. It takes you right to the website. That's how I've designed the whole website for all the different groups, all the different categories, all the different resources, uh, to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference. So please go check it out. Please share it with your family and friends. And, um, yeah, let's jump on this train together. It's joined together June. It's time to reconnect. We need to make this country and our lives better. And we need to make some more money. It's time to make more money. As we talked discussed earlier, now is the time. Steve gave you some inspiration, gave some motivation uh, on how to, how to do some increase your business. Even uh, Virginia said people are easing up on the throttle there. Mm-mm, no mo. We're not doing that. We are going to kick it into full year. We were doing take action April. We had make it happen May. It's joined together June. Today's June 4th. We Let's do this. Let's do this. You got all weekend. 
uh, to check out the website, to listen to any of the 400 segments delivered by our 170 partners. It's a lot of content. You know, I was thinking, uh, oh, and for anyone that's new or you haven't looked at the website in a while, start. You could start with the All Stars. Go to the go to the. I guess we're take action town and you'll see the all-stars. There's all-stars. We have nine shows where we had multiple all-stars. There were three guests on each show, nine shows total. And when I say 10,000, 10, not 10,000, thousands, tens of thousands, actually tens of thousands of dollars of content. They were all free and it literally is covering everything that you can imagine. We were doing personal growth. We were doing community. We were doing faith. We did um, business. We did business coaching. We did business growth. We did fitness, you know, my favorite week. We did health. We did, uh, I don't know why I can't think. Um, Everything. Everything is covered. Everything is covered. So start there. Thousands, tens of thousands of dollars of free content. And then, of course, you can start in it. And then uh, take out that pen and paper. Put on that common sense cap. And make your list and figure and take notes because you will take notes and then uh, check out all the other episodes or the segments of this live show of the Purpose Driven Partners segment, 400 segments, nuts since November. So I'm telling you, everything is covered there. We're here to help you out. We're here to help you. We're here to tell you the messages that matter to share with you, the messages that matter from the people that you need to know about. Um, all right, so we are good to go. Um, I'm going to end it because it is 2.51 and I went extra long today. And I'm not supposed to do that on a Friday. I'm supposed to let you out of school early. No masks in my school. No masks in my school. So um, I've got so much more to share with you, but I'm just going to call it a day. I'm going to call it a day. Oh, the one thing I do want to tell you on Monday, Monday at 1 p.m., joining me in Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox is the attorney – Thomas Renz, he's the one that filed the TRO lawsuit with Dr. Pam Popper with Make Americans Great Again. He also works on the Legal Eagle team for America's Frontline Doctors, Dr. Simone's group. I've got him for an hour on Monday, starting at 1 p.m. Make sure you tune into that. Obviously, I want you to listen to the show at 12, but he'll be coming at 1 o'clock. And then we're going to have Jason Davis he is the host of the Don't Tread on Liberty podcast. He's going to come on afterwards, and we are going to talk a little bit more about the audit, talk about Rusty Bowers and uh, not treading on liberty or your liberty, your freedom, your rights. So I figure if we keep talking about it, then maybe you get fired up a little bit, then you'll take some action items, either participate, join a group, start your own, go to these school board meetings, go to – Telling you the school thing is going to be huge because they're going to come full force this summer and pull the same shenanigans when they go back into school. So let's 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 beat them at their own game, people. Let's beat them at their own game. And as far as this mayor, we're going to use that word loosely. Mayor, I'm not going to call him a mayor anymore because I like Joshua Berglund's definition of mayor which was to elevate everyone around them. I don't think a David Ortega is doing that here in the city of Scottsdale. We've discussed that on this show and on Wednesday. So I'm not sure what we're going to call David Ortega, but I need to come up with a special name for him. You know, like I have 
Governor Doug Douchey. And what do you guys think of Doug Douchey? But what do you guys think of Representative Joseph Chaplick? All right, well, we know who won that race. Anyway, we're going to add uh, this uh, mayor to, to the list, and it's not the, it's not the list you want to be on. It's okay. You'll have a name by Monday. We'll come up with a nickname. So don't forget to tune in Monday at 12 p.m. The show starts. Five guests, seven-minute segments, tons of tips and takeaways to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. All righty. Let's wrap up the show. It is time to renew our faith, restore our republic, rebuild our economy, and reopen America 100%. Once you commit, everything changes. Don't be a mask hole, people. Remember, no masks. No more masks. There are no conspiracies, and there are no coincidences. Put on your common sense caps, we the people. Try to leave them on all day, sleeping on them. They better be on all weekend. I'm telling you. It makes a big difference when you put on that common sense caps. Courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. Don't forget censorship. The cancel culture are just stupid. And if you're woke, it really is nonsense and a joke. Keep in mind, those who stand for nothing fall for everything. And that is not you. That is not you, listening audience. You're smarter than that. You're smarter than that. So a special thank you to all of our partners through the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. Their information, their episodes, and their shows are on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. You can check out the Purpose Driven Partners page. You've got the Take Action tab. you got that marketplace. Go check out what's on that marketplace. Get some money going over to some incredible nonprofits, which we are growing. Don't forget, it's 57 different well-known websites and brands. You're never going to pay more than if you went to their website directly. It's just that we are getting a 2 to 20% contribution from those companies. And we're handing that money over to our nonprofit partners who are helping vets, pets, and kids. If you want to go buy something, check it out there. Don't go to them directly. Get, let's suck some money out of them and put, them, put it for good. That way you don't have to make some donations. And maybe you have a little extra donations. Take care of some of these groups like Eloise's Nonprofit Pregnancy Resource Center. Put a little money towards getting the re-election of Representative Joseph Chaplick. You know, the ones that the money's going to go to good use. Because we'll take care of the other nonprofits because you're buying like a shirt. You're buying like an Omaha steak. You're buying some really cool stuff off the website. So anyway, check it out on the Marketplace tab. That'll take you over there. And of course, the Reopen America Resource Center. I'm going to make that real pretty this week. I'm going to spend a lot of time on that. So go check that out, the resources that are on there. Literally, it's everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. When I say enhance the quality of your life, those are some broad strokes, but we have had literally every topic covered on the show. And then as I find out of of just groups or websites or resources or free information or something that you can join uh, or tools or you name it, uh, or even articles, it's all on there. It takes you to everything that you need. So you can do this. You can do this. Oh, my God. And it's free. It's all free. No more excuses. All righty. It's 2.56. I'm going to close it out with a little bit of music because I think it's important to sum up the show. So, again, tune in Monday at 12 p.m. Mountain Time. Mountain. Whoa, Michelle, you're thinking, (laughs) what month are you living in? 
I uh, know it's Pacific time. We are on a Pacific time. And then you can always get our live link on the website. If you forget everything, home resource platform.com is my graphic. So just click on that. Or if you subscribe to this, well, if you subscribe, you're going to get the podcast. If you subscribe to blog talk radio, you will get the live version because we are live at 12 PM Pacific time, or you can just click everything If you remember, if you don't just go to the main website, it's literally the big, there's a big, big graphic. So that way you can't miss it and you don't have to think. You don't have to remember all these things or keep track of it. Just go to the website. That way you don't have to keep all that stuff in your brain. You know, you keep the important stuff in the brain, right? Um, So again, join us, five guests, seven-minute segments, and the special guests are going to be the attorney Thomas Renz at 1 p.m. and Jason Davis, the Don't Tread on Me Liberty podcast is coming on at 2 p.m. We've got Thomas, the attorney Thomas Renz, for an hour. So uh, everybody, I think you're awake. I hope you're energized. I hope you've got some great content. Please share this with your friends and your family. Encourage them to use the platform for the resources. And if you're interested in becoming a partner, there's a graphic on the Partners and Patriots tab. You'll see become a partner. Yeah, become a partner and click on the graphic and you'll go ahead and uh, you could become partner on the platform you get to come on and be a guest on the show we'd love to expand the community more like-minded people and that way uh we can all stick together we can join together i want you to be able to and if you're interested you can support any of them by uh, listening to their shows on the must listen to page right you got a must listen to page as everybody shows and then of course you've got uh all of the links to their websites are in the show write-ups and then the groups the groups that are our platinum partners are listed. They're also in uh, the must follow page. And that way you can go directly to the groups that you want to pay attention to. They might want to participate in. All right. We're going to lose the live listeners because I'm an idiot and I went two minutes too long. So thank you everybody for listening. Go have a great weekend. Go take action on what we shared today. Share it with your friends. Listen again, there's some really great content in this episode. And I want you to make it a great day because you deserve it. Make it a great weekend. I promise I won't go this long on Monday. And start following us on social media. I'm going to be, I'm going to post a lot more of the shows on there too. And a bunch of other posts. And of course, we're going to be sharing a lot of the content from all of these amazing partners and guests. So that way you've got one location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. I'm taking it out with a song. So adios guys. Should I say adios? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, We'll talk to you on Monday. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I'd thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Because the flag still stands for freedom. And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this Bless the USA. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I wasn't paying attention, believe it or not. Uh, so stupid.
sometimes my brain's just not there. Uh, well, three-hour show, that'll do it to you. I apologize for being long, long wind and a little frazzled today, but uh, it's all good. Go have a great weekend. Uh, talk to you on Monday. You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.